This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Maruli Epikin of Gilgamesh, Crimson Light Farron on Hyperion, Justin Stormstrider from Sargentanis. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Introducing Eorzea's latest and greatest graphic novel, Go Go Posing Rangers Volume 1. Join Posing Ranger Black, Posing Ranger Yellow, and Posing Ranger Red through their epic origin story in this first edition series of comic books. Learn how Posing Ranger Red formed their mighty morphing team and brought evil to under Justice's boot. Run to your local bookstore and be the first to obtain the Posing Ranger Premium Power Play Edition, complete with keychain and scratch and sniff sticker set. Go Go Posing Rangers, Volume 1, brought to you by Wonder AC Comics. With great posing comes great insatiability. Live from Aorzea. Limit. Break. With your hosts, Unhero. Now behold the horror you have wrought. Kahlo. I said don't take your clothes off. Juxtaposition. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 113. Thanks guys for checking out the show, LimitBreakRadio.com is the web address you can subscribe to the podcast over there or through itunes or google play or uh, stitcher wherever you get your podcasts hit the follow button if it's your first time joining us we appreciate having you along on this sunday if you're listening on the podcast we do the show each and every single sunday live here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio starting at 4 p.m let's kick it on over to our eorzean studios we've got uh Got one. Uh, this this guy has been like this is like the second episode. You know what? I actually wanted to commend him today because as I'm watching this, I feel like are there multiple versions of him? I don't know because every time the screen shifts, it's him, but he's somewhere else but doing something, something different. different. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, we did we did challenge our our listener base to troll us. It's dedication, uh, like, like in more unique ways. Uh, this is um yeah, it's pretty impressive. I gotta say, it takes a lot. That takes a lot of uh, a lot of effort. Yeah, a lot of yeah, like to to sit there for three hours and just do the same emote over and over or and over again. Going to different people and doing different emotes. I, I mean, I think he's probably he pro- this guy has to probably get off on the fact that like there are YouTube comments about like how can someone sit there and do the same emote for three hours? Nice I'm job. Most proud. Someone in the audience noticed you. Good job. Anyway, uh, some point, yeah, some point noticed you. Uh, thanks for joining us here at uh, Limit Break Radio. Uh, lots to talk about today. We have traded an Escalia on uh, Final Encounter Cast, and we've picked up a Nika. 
What's up, Nika? Um, we got the bad end of that deal. <laughs> yeah, we did. I, I, Nika, Nika, I disagree. Nika's not feeling well today, so no, um, that's good. I, I would actually like to point out, like, like I, I'm happy, Nika, and, and I really have to have to give your props. Normally, when you have a baby, you're gone the entire day, but she's become so accustomed to it, she managed to make it I'm here for Limit Break Radio. I'm just in the hospital on my like laptops on my stomach. Yeah, exactly. See, this is the dedication that you get from the Limit Break Radio staff, and now. Cal, uh, Scalia is off having his own baby. <laughs> Her own baby. I don't know. Cool. How does that work? Its own baby? Yeah, I don't know how that works. I, Z. Let's I, just I, not I, even... Zimzer. Let's not think about it too much. Uh, hold on. I like the idea that... Uh, <laughs> Boob for girl. God damn it. No. What? Thank you for the $80.08, but no. no. We're going to put that towards something else. I like the idea, though, that Ascalia probably reproduces like a ut- asexually. Like a, like a uterus for Ascalia. What? <laughs> I don't know. What? Anyway. He's at home growing a baby in a tube. <laughs> it's an IV bag. You still get maternity leave for that, right? Uh, I, I guess. We're, you know what? We're a progressive company. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> One day maternity leave. We're going to give him the, uh, her the same amount of maternity leave that we give Nika. Thank you. How much is that? Oh. I don't remember. A whole day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're generous here. Yeah. We, we, damn. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, also joining us today, um, uh, apparently because. Skuro boob fun. No. What Skirra are you doing? Poop fun. Not okay. Skura boob fun. Because because Skura boob fun. Skura boob fun. What are you doing? I'm just repeating he's what stuck. he said. He's, he's trying to be really cool. He's trying it's to a start chant. a chant. Anyway, chant with the big guy. Um, since look, I guess the exchange rate on Escalias is um a little bit different because we didn't just get Anika. We've also got a Papa Woody joining what us today. What is going on? I know, wow. man. Crazy. Uh, now now pops. Since since you're here, I want to I want to ask you something, right? You know that we do the whole postcard from Eorzea thing, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You're being featured on the next one, and I give you a sneak peek. Yeah. What do you think? Should people be hyped for this one? They should, and you all know what I've been doing this whole time. That's right. Oh, oh. So, it's a big one. Yep. Have you been having a baby, too? Yes, yes, that is the big surprise. He's been putting babies, babies in for people. everyone. Except he's so old that it takes him longer to... Push out the beep. Right. So it does. It makes sense. It hurts my hips. <laughs> I might you break just gave it. him more maternity leave than me. I see how it is. <laughs> well, he's a man. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not equal payday, all right? <laughs> Anyway, so uh, thanks for joining us here. We appreciate having you along. Uh, if you want to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If you want to chime in on Discord, lots to react to here. A lot of announcements coming along with Live Letter 35. And, man, I don't I, I have to be honest with you guys. I, I have been a bit beside myself uh, since since the live letter. I have been uh, uh, what's a what's a diplomatic way to, to put this? Um, I've been a very Penis. unhappy. Fa- Why would you? God damn it. boob fun. Stop Skirrow that. Skirrow boob fun. <laughs> boob fun. Why? I like you... how the amounts are getting smaller. <laughs> yeah. Like the first guy's like 80. 80 bucks. Cold ass honk. He's like, oh, you can have a five. 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 Frozen cast. Like, I got a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Those are really shitty boobs. Just saying. Anyway. He's already got boobs. They're not pretty, but he has them. Yeah, you're right. That's why it's <laughs> worth a hundred. Uh, anyway. So, um, look, uh, th- this live letter 
Man, this was this one was a tough one for me. I'm going to be honest with you. This one was a tough one for me. It was so, a roller coaster of happiness and <laughs> depression. I th- you know, I think that's a good way to put it because there were some things that I've heard and and I did started to get hype and excited about some stuff, but then there were other things that kind of under under really undercut all of it for me. And it's just like I don't know how to feel now. Yeah, and and so here's the thing: is you know, it, when, normally when we take your calls, you're really kind of responding to whatever we're saying on the show, whatever the discussion, wherever. The the discussion is going on the show and i i mean like i, I feel like i'm not gonna have that much to offer for this right like i'm i'm pretty disenchanted and i and i sort of feel like I, we we need to ask for calls to like y- you know like help 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 me figure out why like wh- like why should i keep giving a shit about this game when it feels like square enix doesn't like you know what i mean i i'm 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 frustrated i'm a frustrated i'm not even speaking as like a nero or like this guy who does a podcast i'm just talking like a, from a 1.0 player's perspective <laughs> like it is exasperating and frustrating at this point and so but, but 1.0 is exasperating frustrating in itself for and different for entirely different reasons but tell you what i logged in more on one 1.0 than I have so far. <laughs> but I mean, like, and, and, and look, we'll we'll get in we'll get into all of this. But I, I, you know, we've said for a long time on this show that, um, it, you know, that that we're at a point in the uh, content cycle where the emphasis, I think, needs to be on your existing player base, right? Like I, the people who have been there the longest and the people who are supporting you through these times that are lean. And I feel like Square Enix is and and just I guess to set the stage for the discussion, my 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 feeling on it is that Square Enix is making the the, the uh, like a, probably a, a smart business decision. And even then, I challenge that. I don't even think that it's a smart business decision. But what they see as the business decision that they'll see the most return on. And I think like I'm I'm getting tired of these. Uh, of these kinds of calls from uh, from game developers, the the safe decisions, the one that you know tries to make the community more inclusive, and it's just like or I don't that appeases the vocal minority. Yeah, you can't. I don't think you can do that and still maintain a long term subscriber base. Like you're not going to end up retaining the people who have been here the longest because they receive the smallest reward for it. And 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 I think that this is just uh, uh, Stormblood now is kind of emblematic of that whole uh, you know philosophy that whole design philosophy that I think AAA gaming is I've gotten this design philosophy out of AAA gaming and I'm just tired of it all right I'm just so tired I maybe have a little bit of hope because there have been previous shows where we've asked people who are excited to call in and tell us why they're excited why they're hyped and on those episodes we mostly got a lot of people who agreed with us right right well looking through the chat here now it looks like a lot of people are actually kind of like hyped up and stuff that's fine that's Uh, great share look what what I want to encode that's this is what I want to encourage I want for the people who are hyped because I know that like sometimes you know the the, the most hype people maybe sh- may, may shy away from some of the cynicism yeah. that we put out here on that sh- on the show and I I kind of get that I understand that but I, I, I really want to encourage you to call in today because I want you to try to get me to buy into the hype like I want call you to with your hi- infectious hype right like that's what I need I need someone I need someone to hype me up about this shit because I'm not feeling it and I'm frustrated that I'm not feeling it 
and and I don't know I don't know if it's just a greater like like I said a greater game design philosophy that you know that we've, we've, yeah we've parted ways mm-hmm. on or or what it is but I mean I'm just as a fan man I'm I'm frustrated by some very specific decisions going on here and so I I really want to encourage as many people as we can take on the show to call in now again we, I know we already we had four people holding on the line uh, before we even started the show uh, I want to get to you know I want to get to all four of you if we move through fairly quickly don't be offended it's just because um, we may have more people that want to get on the show so we we, we want to talk about all of the notes from the live letter which it was a very it was a four hour long live letter so there's a lot of notes to go over but we also want to make sure that we're getting your responses too so um, it, it, you know at the you know I know we yelled at people on the last episode like if you call in like be be prepared to hold you know like and still be prepared to hold but in the interest of moving through this uh, a little bit quicker we might uh, cycle through some calls uh, a little bit faster than normal so just be prepared for that um, and uh, again if you want to call the show limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord if you want to call in through discord you can also hang out in discord join our growing discord community there's like a whole bunch of people in there um, so uh, yeah if you want to uh, hang out with other limit break radio fans that's a good way to do it all right let's check out what's going on in ff14 news this is a limit breaking news update all right the ff14 team is encouraging adventurers to participate in a 14 day screenshot contest but this sounds more of a challenge each day has a specific theme to follow such as your favorite place to fly a mount your favorite npc minion mount furnishing etc the challenge begins on June 1st, and the place to share your screenshots is the official Final Fantasy XIV Twitter account. God, it's the official it's, announcement makes no mention of a prize, which is no. weird since they call it a contest. Yeah. Um, and I also, like, I, it, does this just sort of seem like they've taken the concept behind, uh, you know, like the... the fucking vista logs or whatever they are and uh and just put like yeah let's just make that a kind they're, they're not even like creative things like it's literally your favorite piece of furniture your favorite npc <laughs> like what come if, on uh, you know what we should send one in for favorite piece of furniture and obviously send stage d oh, oh my god <laughs> i thought you were gonna say the uh the butt plug that scuro has in his closet oh yeah that too okay that's kind it's of silly awesome, though really. you'd think they would at least be like okay something in the game that makes you filled with hope or something that makes you feel peaceful and you'd have to be creative about you know uh, even that would have been better than this yeah yeah that's i agree i agree it's a little lazy yeah the annual Make It Rain campaign is back. It starts on the 29th, which, if you're listening on the podcast, was yesterday. Prizes include a new hairstyle, a gentleman sabotender minion, and three new triple triad cards. I, okay. Yay. As long as it has, like, double or 1.5 times MGP like last year, I'm good. Never Very likely. I, I mean, yeah. It's not a minion. It's a tabletop furnishing. That's even worse. <laughs> what? Why would <laughs> you want a tabletop, tabletop furnishing? furnishing? To, to, put on your, to put on your table. I really have a minion. Well, you're not getting a minion. You're getting a tabletop furnishing. No, I'm not. I refuse I'm putting, it. I'm putting I refuse in the studio. I refuse it. There's going to be 50 of them. It's going to be great. <laughs> Good luck getting 50 of those. It's going to be the best tabletop furnishing. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I challenge you to actually put 50 of those in the studio. Okay, I'll do that in about four weeks. Okay. 
great. Our, our studio size is doubling. Yeah, thank so that'd be th- easy. Th- thanks. You're, you just ruined the studio. <laughs> Asshole. Be, be yeah, like, because the dick stage didn't already do that. Whoa! Dick stage? It's a dick! Okay? Wow. It's a giant Perverted. penis splooging all over the floor. People lay in that. Pe- wow, that's this is... That is very, very uncalled for and very lewd and very perverted. Thank you very Fuck much. Fuck you. You made it. I know. It's a perfectly wonderful stage. It's and a dick. It's it's not a, it's dick. a dick. I don't, I don't see how you can possibly think that it's a dick. It has balls and everything. No, that's just the, the, the spot where the dancers it dance. Has, do you still have balls and jizz? Like, do you still have ferns to represent the fucking pubes? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's that's joking. That's a yes. That's yeah. a yes. He sure Choke does. in guilt. Yeah, it's not. No, it, just I, add, it adds stop. life to the stage. Okay? Stop. They're living plants. Stop. Can't believe we go over this every single week. Anyway, all right. I think that is that it. That's, that's it. That's, that's all this okay. time. Yeah, it's, it's all the news. Yep, all the news. Hey, so we're done with the show. Bye, bye, guys. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. wrapping it up. There's early. nothing else, guys. Yeah, there's nothing else. There's, I mean, FF14. There's just nothing to talk about, right? Thanks for the donations. Bye, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, we've got to talk about the live letter. Live letter number thirty-five. It took me. It took me like six days to actually sit down and watch this after I after I got the 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 sort of Cliff Notes version. <clears throat> God, I am so disappointed by this. I'm so disappointed by some of these decisions. Um, well, not to mention, Dark Knight didn't really see a whole lot of big changes, no, did no, it? No, I saw... We, I, we don't know anything about what these job gauges are going to be. I think it's going to change every job 100%. Uh, Nika. <laughs> okay, Nika. Not 100%. Nika, wow. would you like to place a bet on this? I, don't, I watched every single, like, the video of every single job in the job gauge, and, like, it's different for every single job. They're so at least part of the job can feel different. What I've I've been told that you don't have to have them displayed like like no yeah. right but if you don't then you won't know your gauge and you will just be a gimp and a horrible player so no, why would no, you ever no. choose to not display it like but it, it will be displayed in a different way is all yeah I'm sure the tanks will probably be changed the most with their like little gauge of like points or whatever but ninja's not changing much you just have a gauge that fills up and then you use an attack or something yeah um. All right. Monk isn't changing at all. It's just getting, uh, you just see their cooldown. It's just a different way to be able to access shit. It's, it's, I don't know, it's really what it is. It's different to me. Um, all right. Every let, single job looked different. Let's let's start off with uh, with some of the battle system changes that were outlined early in the live letter. Uh, they said that you know one of the things that they had um, identified about the system is that it was overly complex. Which I mean, I guess I could especially y- depending on the job. Remember when Dragoon yeah. had to do what was it like forty seven buttons or something? something? Like yeah, yeah to, I'd to, call that overly complex uh, to to be able to perform ideal DPS. Sure, yeah. Uh, too many actions and not enough hot. Hot bar space. Okay. That is that's a that's very fair. Or uh, you can just stop playing on console and then you'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> well, no, because even on console it was getting. Or I'm sorry, even on PC it was starting to get obscene. Yeah, like four bars of. Uh, I mean, we ten abilities each. But when half of those are pets and mounts. Well, we've we we talked <laughs> we we talked about the problem that is ability. Play, yes, yes, you know, so that 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 is a, a legit problem that they did have to try to address in some form so don't worry white mages you're losing all your abilities um Yay. and and they also said that there white was mage a, gets lilies 
there was an overemphasis on status icon management, which that, I, it is true. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was definitely a big problem. I actually play with uh, other people's status effects turned off so that I can only see mine because it was just it was too many. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, th- so uh, there. Uh, OK. <laughs> oh, really? Really? OK. This next hang one. on. Hang on. Uh, For real? This is going to be one of the this is going to be one of the pillars of of my the bone that I have to pick with Square Enix here. Something we've been saying for a long time. And and if you if you caught on to a couple of things, there were a couple of things like a couple of of refrains in the live letter that really got underneath my skin. The first one is a mild complaint. I will grant you. And that is stop fucking apologizing to everyone in Japan. You and never obs- apologize to us. And and obsessing over how many fucking Nico Nico viewers are watching. Like that was obnoxious. That was obnoxious. My Lala loves you guys so much. Been a fan for six months strong. We mm. we can we can see that. Thank that's that's the <laughs> thank guy you. that's yeah yeah. Thank you thank you Neo doing wow. disparaging things. That's to fine. Everyone. We, that's fine. We, we let you abuse us like this, and we're only worth two dollars, man. Thanks. We giggle at it. It's fun. It's it's it actually when you go back and watch it on YouTube, it's actually kind of pretty funny. Anyway, um, so the yeah, that's the first thing is it, it, fucking stop apologizing to. Why were they apologizing? Because it was so late. Because it was okay. so late at night for their Japan viewers. And, we've and, had so many late at night for ours. Right? Well, they apologized to us multiple times as well. Hmm. Mm. Hi. Hi. I'm not Aye. I'm not trying to present a conspiracy or anything here. That comes a little bit later, okay? <laughs> but I'm just saying like I noticed that and it got it got fucking irritating because it was like like I'd be like, "Oh, well, how many people are watching on Twitch?" cuz I, I like I said, I watched it later. And I would think that they would go between Nico Nico and Twitch and see all of the different places that they were originating the stream and see how many people were watching. No. Nope. No, they were just really obsessed with Nico Nico. Well, they were it makes really, sense because really, they're a Japanese company I, and they're based in Japan. And Japan, 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 Japan. As we know, Japan. as we know from the last episode, that yeah, clearly, Japan. <laughs> anyway, um, so that that was the first thing. Mild nitpick. That's just me. Okay, and, and clearly, no one else really noticed it. Uh, so maybe that maybe that was just me. Don't be shitty. Being shitty. Okay. Don't I'll, be. I'll admit it. All right. Here's here was the other thing that they kept talking about, and every time that they brought it up, it would drive me fucking crazy. And they uh, uh, they would talk about the. Japan, 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 Japan. <laughs> Japan. I thought there was going to be more. Th- thanks, Taco. Uh, so the the other thing that they kept talking about was the uh, disparity between your long term player base and new players <gasps> or casual players. One of one of those two words. Wait, does the disparity between them exist? Um. Yes. I mean, if you have been playing this game for, you know, three years, like, of course, there's going to be a disparity between you and someone who just bought it last week because they saw, oh, my God, Ninja or uh, oh, my God, Samurai. What a revelation. I never thought of that. You know what I mean? Okay, so so they're talking about that that gap, that skill gap. They need to 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 bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't. I'm just saying you you don't you're making 
forcing the choice to and it's a bad choice and i think that it really shits on your long-term players um but they they kept talking about this about this this disparity of uh you know between long-term players and and players just coming into the game and the thing is is i don't understand why like that is a natural disparity that is supposed to exist in an mmo environment it's supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. That's one of the core tenets, I think, of an MMO. And giving people a skip option is really re- like like to say, well, we just want to we just want to lessen the, the the gap. Well, okay, sure. They just want more people to be able to do everything. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 that's and the problem is is that it's this short term fucking thinking. They look if they get everybody from the casual new player. To the other side where they're long-term, you know, like hardcore players. Who are you trying to bring into FF14 at this but point? if they do that, what's then the, they, what's, they don't have to cater to them anymore. They can start focusing on their other new players. What, what is your disenfranchised player base that you're trying to bring into FF14 by giving them a skip button? Is there is there one? If there's not one, if you can't pinpoint that, then I don't think you can justify this decision. See, here, here's how I see it. With You have a whole bunch of casual players. And you have a whole bunch, not a whole bunch, but some hardcore players. When these casual players try that hardcore shit, they're going to give up because there's no middle content to bridge the two. So why can't they just focus, instead of bringing in new players and putting in stupid shit, focus on the middle ground? But but the thing is, is that they're bringing in new players and, and not giving them a middle ground. They're just saying, hey, go do the same shit that everyone else is doing. Yeah, and they're going to give up. And the gap is still going to be there. Well, no, I, you have you have a shorter. I think you just have a higher player churn because then you have people who aren't really invested, and those are the people who feel catered to. Why would you cater to people who are not invested in your game right now? Why? Who 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 are you bringing in in greater numbers than the people who have been here for three four years at this point? Honestly, like you're, you're honest, not. Uh, that's then uh, that's the thing. But they must, they have to think that they are, or that they do have that ability or that opportunity. I mean, they, they have to think that they might move a couple thousand units, bring in new people, but yeah, I don't at, see the, a big other, at the start of an expansion, maybe. Yeah. But what about through the rest of it? Because they're still going to continue to do it. I, I, dude, I'm going to predict that we're going to see some sorts of some sort of Lords of Verminion bullshit casual <laughs> horse. Fuckery right Blitz out of the gate, ball. like four point one. Ouch, Blitzball. It, dude, Blitzball is somewhat justifiable, but it's going to be something bad. I mean, it's going to be something. Fuck it. Oh my god, I'm so frustrated. I don't understand who they think is going to pay their bills moving forward. Who is going to float the cost for this? Is it going to be their cash shop? Because this is oh, always. This is this is this. These are the kinds of decisions that you make when you take the fucking game free to play. That's where this goes. That's that's where this goes. I mean, that's a that's like that's pretty grim in terms of a prediction, but that's where this fucking leads. Anyway, all right. Um, so you're going to notice that refrain uh, referenced again and again and again that they want to uh, try to bridge the gap between long-term players and players just coming into the game because players just coming into the game. That's who Square Enix values. That's 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 the valuable player to them. New people, not the people, not the people who have spent over five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars in in monthly costs total in their, you know, the entire time that they've been subscribed to this game. That's not who they're making their money off of. They want to get your casual WWE fan in the door. 
Fucking call call the show and prove me wrong. Call the show and prove me wrong, please. Please. And the thing is, fucking people think that I'm I'm driven by this need to be right all the time. I'm desperate to be wrong here. Please tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why that assessment of the way Square Enix looks at its own audience is, is wrong or is incorrect. Please. <sighs> anyway. All right. Um, there's a lack of synergy between jobs. Uh, cites the uh, Warrior Ninja synergy and uh, comments that, that monks had a lack of synergy, that they focused yeah. on simply just buffing up their numbers as much as possible, where a warrior and a ninja would complement each other in the party construction, and they're, they're, they're working on increased synergy between the jobs. Which is always great. That's good. Yeah. I think that that's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's something... Uh, Definitely needed. Yes. Um, so they're getting rid of it. The, the no, they're, no, they're getting they're, rid they're of the lack to make different jobs workable <laughs> yes. with other jobs. Yeah, they're getting rid of the lack of synergy. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, is that I see this as just making the jobs, the, the jobs within the role that they're put inside more boxed into that role. And we'll, we'll get to that with some of the uh, cross role skills when we when we talk about that here in a second. Um, so we've got uh, additional actions that are coming. Um, abolishing additional actions uh, is, sites provoke issues for tanks where you would have to level up a gladiator to get access to provoke um, adding role actions in place of existing cross-class skills uh, these will be categorized by tank healer melee dps range dps and caster um, I, th- this was pretty obvious that this was coming yeah i'm actually this is one of the things i was uh, happy to see yeah no because, this is good i think this yeah, is a good change fair. what yeah. i predicted was uh, five, maybe six uh, role class abilities or role based abilities, and then you'd be able to, to slot in five of them and having no choice whatsoever. It looks like each uh, each section has ten abilities, and they're all actually pretty worthwhile. So there's actually a choice here. See, I, so I, I see the deve- like some of, some of the development philosophy behind this, and and I kind of understand it. Where now you know you have in terms of abilities less of a difference between jobs inside of a given role, right? Like inside their given role bracket, like tank, DPS, ranged DPS, yeah, like how whatever. Some would get more D- uh, DPS buffers than others, and it just felt kind of unbalanced. Right, and and so you had you had differences between you know the the way that their skills operated or their skills were arranged and i think that you're going to see that smooth out and the way that the the way that the difference between the jobs is going to be accentuated is going to be through the these new ui elements for each one of the roles like that we've replaced the uniqueness of um, you know, of 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 each one of these jobs, what little there was, and the and the necessity to have to level anything outside of the one class that you're interested in, and 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 we've now actually given you just the differences in in the graphics, uh, you know, that you see, and the way that that those job uh, meters operate. That is going to be the way that jobs end up feeling different. They're going to operate largely mm-hmm. the same mechanically but they're going to feel more unique and more and and differently uh with these job gauges which uh, overall i think that i'm probably okay with you know when it came to like being for example a dps obviously they all operate this you know they're meant to do the same thing deal damage right so when it comes down to it as a player i think that's what i would want which 
which uh, job feels like mine? You know, which one feels more like a monk? Which feels more like a ninja? And I think that's where the uniqueness should come down to it. Not, for example, no, we don't want a ninja because we don't need you. We need, you know, this other job because we have to have this one particular buff that they have. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, caster roll actions. Um, they showed an infographic for uh, caster roll actions. Um, there are four new unknown actions. Uh, Apocastasis, Swift Cast, Eye for an Eye, uh, Sure Cast are all uh, cross roll um, mana shift is uh, something that gives 20% of MP to another party member uh, the mage equivalent of goad uh, a race uh, refresh uh, is pretty uh, obvious that it races like casters have never had that kind of thing before uh, raging strikes is no longer a casting skill uh, quelling strikes has been removed uh, diversion a new caster skill to replace quelling strikes and uh, if you lost a key skill it will likely be replaced by an existing role action so I think the di- like like the thing that's unknown is you know what are the big skills because we know like things like blood for blood uh, you know are not going to have much of a uh, you know role moving forward so like the question is is like uh, how much of that has been rolled into these these job actions and um you know again i think that that's that's where you're going to start to see all of your you know your uniqueness of the job start to shine i would like to ask something from our viewership and from the player base of final fantasy 14 at large as you all know goad is now one of those cross-class skills yep everyone gets go everyone gets go now so i implore you when your fellow party members are low on TP and they call for goad, if you have it equipped, you do the right thing and you throw, throw that on, TP on in your white mage's face. That's right. <laughs> All over their face. All over their face. Uh, and uh, there's also uh, hot bar um, existing actions that have been removed. They'll be grayed out, um, so you know to remove them from your hot bar. You will need to redo your hot bars on EA launch, though. Nope, so. nope. Okay, see this? I'm going to tell everybody a super awesome secret. Keep those grayed out icons on your hotbar because you'll never be able to get them back. You, you want <laughs> I, know, I was like thinking that for a hot second. I'm like, wait, why would I do that? Now, I, I, I'm the kind of person I still have some of those stupid tokens from one point. Oh my god, he's I got face palming. I never get them back. You, Anya was face palming you. Why? why legacy moves, actions. Obviously legacy not. Actions. Why, like, why? I have you know those tokens at one point. like you couldn't do Garuda until you farmed the the others. The Kuponuts. I still have those because I can never get them back. See, those are irreplaceable. I don't ever, Nika. You can never complain about inventory space ever again. Never again. I will never take your your complaint seriously. I'll go. Have you thrown out the coupon nuts okay. yet? What the fuck is wrong with you? A Why? Nero, this is your problem. You were taking anything she said seriously to begin with. I'm just saying. She like, is a woman. Don't you listen to her? <laughs> oh, God, you're awful. And also a teacher. Um, I I just because you more reason to listen to me. Mm. <laughs> I, okay, well, hold hold on. Do, do you did you hear yourself about fifteen <laughs> seconds ago? You just said you're keeping coupon nuts from one That's an inventory slot. They're changing the inventory so that you can continue to keep your fucking coupon nuts. It's no. not even the coupon nut. The coupon nut icon on the bar. Nika, you're a coupon. No, I'm nut. not going to keep the shit on the bar, obviously. But in my inventory, I don't know. I, I have a couple of things rattling around from 1.0. I don't know why. Ha, ha. I, I think I have. I, okay, I, but I, he's not holding on to it for sentimental sake. He's just too lazy to throw it away. <laughs> that is, if he that, saw you know, that, he'd be like, what the fuck? Toss. Uh, like, yeah, that's the th- I'm like, Inferno Totem. What the fuck is that? And I just go, I don't really care enough to find out. And then I just move on with my life. 
That's that's the truth of it. Anyway, um, so uh, let's go to our phone lines. Uh, we've got uh, calls piling up left and right, and uh, talk to Zidane Tribali of Exodus. What's up, Zidane? Hey, I want to preface this by uh, stating I'm at work and extremely high, so this will probably be the best one. I get away. Oh my god! Where do you work? Please don't say like Pizza. a bus station. You know, like you Delivery. like uh, I work at air traffic control. Yeah, right. Uh, no, just on an airplane. Oh, good. No, uh, I work at a studio, but um, oh, cool. First so, off, I want to thank so you guys for the show. Thank you. You're it's, welcome. Uh, extremely important. To voice, you know, constructive criticism so the developers don't get complacent or, you know, too full of themselves. I think these podcasts are extremely uh, essential to the community. So, and, and, well, we appreciate that. And I think something that is also kind of important to note is that, uh, especially with recently, uh, with incidents like uh, World of Tanks and Atlas, you know, what Nintendo does on YouTube to be able to silence their critics, um, you know, I, I I do have to commend Square Enix on n- they've, they've never interfered with a single conversation that we've wanted to have. Um, I don't think we've, we've ever gotten uh, any kind kind of takedown request or or cnd order from uh from square enix thank you for not being nazis they they they, (laughs) if if nothing else i think square enix does see the value in open discussion like this and that you know it's it's critical for players to be able to have a space to talk to one another in in a way that doesn't feel like um you know like 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 there's one party that's defending Square Enix or shilling like this. I think these conversations are more honest because, you know, we are all just just players of this game and and Square Enix has no buy in here. They have no, you know, they have no influence beyond what they can do in the game. And and our opinions are going to just be our opinions. And, uh, you know, um, I I, I think that uh, that that's something that that also um, should be commended is that, you know, Square Enix allows us to do what we do. And I in in this day and age that you know that can't be ignored yeah well said okay so uh, um, what about Stormblood you want to talk about yeah so you know we are just the complete opposite you know about our hype I'm completely excited as I've been playing since 1.0 uh, you know I play almost every day still and I want to kind of find what's the disparity between your and I's and, and most of the cast you know what's What's keeping us all, uh, you know, I'm still hesitant. I don't want to, you know, heaven's word burned us all pretty damn bad. But, um... You want to try I'm and figure excited. out... You, know, I want, you want to try and figure out why what, why we feel the way we do when you're still logging on every day and, and, and playing and have hope? Yeah, and I have a couple I- ideas. Okay. You know, I've noticed, like, a lot of you guys... Like, I know Nero only plays, like, one class primarily, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I personally, like, when I was only playing one class, that was when I was enjoying the game the least amount. I found, like, you know, playing the difference between DPS healer and tank makes dungeons that are kind of boring. So, you know, you get these different perspectives that kind of you engaged. And um, also, you know, just the, the job trailer. Dark Knight seemed to be, and Samurai were, like, the least interesting of the trailer. I, I agree. So, I like, totally agree. Understandably, though. I only I only saw I think I yeah. only saw one new ability for Dark No, maybe two. Like one defensive ability and then that big uh offensive smash when the the meter was full. That's it. That's that's all I saw. 
Yeah, it was pretty boring. I was very disappointed as well with it. But, yeah. you know, I play Summoner and Ninja and all these other classes, too, so I got to get on the hype train with uh, all the Summoners going fucking crazy about Bomb. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, oh, I my God. Of, I'm sure that I we're really going to get calls on that, too. Yeah, Summoners finally being Summoners, but... Um, Anyway, just to get back to the name, I've, you know, there's these, a lot of, you know, you guys are also, you know, MMO veterans, I've noticed, also kind of have this um, this diminishing returns with mm. the MMO genre. We're less likely to take in things being the more, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen is like doing the things that the MMO genre has been doing for years, and they're, they're doing it well, but if you already are, you know, you, get, you can get bored of that easier when you've been playing it obviously longer well and and i think also too like if if you're gonna just make the same decisions that wow made you know um just 10 years later that you know like why why should i care like it that's the thing that i think i I, that's the thing i think i'm i'm most bothered by is that you know this wasn't a firebrand decision this wasn't something that you know it was anything but a, you know, trying to be the most safe, calculated business decision that it possibly could. And, right. you know, fine. That's that's that is uh, if, if that's what Square Enix wants to do, then that's what clearly they're going to do. But I think that what we have recognized and, and what we have stated again and again is that I think that there's a shift. Like, there's been a shift in gaming if you look at things like the Souls games and how much, you know, that kind of philosophy has taken root among gamers who, now that they have been presented with that type of content, have really latched onto it, that... You know, you're starting to see a variety of of opinions about what constitutes the way forward and and making the same safe decisions and retreading the same fucking area that every other MMO has just because WoW did it or just because it gets you, you know, maybe the the uh, shortest, you know, the biggest, shortest gains, then you know what fine it just as a long-term player as someone who who's been invested like it's the third like it's the third version of the like it's the third go round on I, this man like I, fuck I, I had a revelation the other day when i was streaming that i, th- I think i finally i really really like hit the head on on why 14 is is letting me down right now right let's say that you're watching any other mmo eve online right there's a sense of what is going to happen. Even if they're just out mining ore, someone could show up and gank them. They could get into some type of fight somewhere. Like, there's a certain air of what is going to happen. Right. If you look at World of Warcraft, you never know when you know another player might show up and start PvPing you. When some type of rare spawn might pop or, or, or something. There's always something that could deviate what's going to happen. But if you're watching five different people all doing dungeons they're all doing besides the personality that you're watching the exact same thing is going to happen even if you were to go to a raid setting the only difference between them is at which point might they wipe but then once they get past it it's all the exact same outcomes every time you log on to do a certain event every time you do extreme primals you're doing the same thing that you did last time you did the extreme primals there is no variance in your gameplay and we've already gotten two expansions of that and there is no evidence 
so far that this next expansion is going to be any different except for the location and the fact that what we're fighting has new skins. Right. Other than that, it's all going to be a retread. Right. And and the thing is, you know, like when we, I know we do a lot of comparisons between FF11 and FF14, um, you know, and I think that that's, that's fairly fair. But, you know, one of the things that I, I think MMO developers may have forgotten is, you know, what you do when, you know, what it do, what exactly it does to the community when you make these kind of concessions where you make things easier, where you give, you know, fast forward and skip buttons and and undo, uh, um, you know, reward where it's not it's not really earned. And, and again, like that used to be a factor that was that was balanced out by the community. Right. Like back in FF11, you used to have an environment where people would go out of their way at 75 to, you know, power level people in the dunes for no reason other than they just had nothing better to do. Right. Like FF11 was a world that set up its player base to overcome the world. Right. And I don't see that here. Boost potions don't really change anything except increase the size of the player base. Hang on. The bad players will remain bad Hang on. and boost potions are a necessity for the longevity of a game because it's an easier fix than reworking the story with limited manpower. That's a fair point. Thanks for the donation. Sorry, sorry, uh, caller. We had to. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if you could have. You, you could hear that uh, donation. Being yeah, funny. I could hear. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, good. Oh, good. But Amir, are you saying though that you would rather have a game that there's nothing to do, so you power level a random group? That is the most boring thing in the world. No, but th- that's the thing. That's the thing is that when when could you say that FF11 you had nothing to do? I mean, maybe you could, All Nika. Maybe, maybe Nika, you could, because you experienced an entirely different end of that game than than we did. Okay, but at no point did I go, man. There's nothing for me to do. There was always I mean, that's some true. shit. You could always do a exactly. Do there was whatever. always yeah. something. There was always some way to be able to improve. I don't feel that with FF14, and I believe, and I, and I, this is just my my honest assessment. I believe it's because the game doesn't ask it from me because it, it, the game game will just give it to me in time and i know that and as a player it makes me complacent and that sucks i don't want that yeah it's interesting yeah um anyway yeah uh zidane thanks for the call man we're gonna we're gonna have to yeah we're gonna have to move on uh we've got tons of people who uh want to chime in on this and way more uh notes to uh to, to oh yeah to, to continue on through um so who wants to pick up on uh cross roll skills and tell us about cross roll skills i will right, we'll go ahead and take that. thank you mm-hmm. All right, so uh, back to roll actions. Uh, we mentioned that you can have up to five roll actions. And uh, with this, and I think it was uh, either Juxta or Nika, maybe it was both of you, uh, mentioned the idea that now you can start customizing what roles you use based on your content. I mean, you could kind of technically already do that with what we had before, but I think now so this makes it a lot easier. Was, but it wasn't as necessary. Right. Like, there is basically like your cross... Those are your cross skills, and you use what you use. There's no variation to it. Like they are good or they suck. Yeah, and that's yes. my thing. Like uh, now, obviously, but, but I'm, it, forced, I'm a, it, it forced you out of your pattern of of you know just leveling a single job that to, it did do. Yeah, yes, to to make it to force you to learn other portions of the game, which I think that that's a pretty reasonable ask considering. Uh, again, you know, if you compare it to FF11, there that was a, a quite of an inv- mm-hmm. quite a, a amount of an investment that you had to level a sub job to the point where it became a really big pain in the ass for people. Yeah, this is not that much of a pain in the ass it's not a big ass no well in this case it's not asking all it's really just a, a case of okay put different 
buttons on your on your bar. Now, Juxy, mm-hmm. you mentioned that all of the abilities that they have actually seem worthwhile, yes. which you know fills me with a bit of hope because yeah. I was afraid that what would end up happening is kind of the same thing that happened with our cross class mm-hmm. roles before. If you're a DPS, you just take all the ones that increase your DPS and you never change them. Right. Uh, it does actually then give us what each of the roles are. So tank cross rolls, uh, low blow. This move to cross roll from Dark Knight. All tanks have access to it. What does low blow do? Um, that's the that's stun. That's the stun. That's oh. the. That's the uh, but it stun. says that shield all tanks will still have their native stun. So I don't understand how that makes any sense. I don't so like know we either. get shield bash and whatever. Does the Dark Knight have any is. other stuns? Nope. No, that was the each one has their own style. Yeah. And Dark Knight yeah. was low so blow. everybody yeah. has to keep theirs, but you have to share yours. I, I'm, I'm well, assuming no, that's, Dark Knight will get another one. No, it's even worse than that because uh, now, in order to be as uh, as good as Nate or uh, as Anira was before, he has to put low blow in his cross class skill. So he's actually losing something to oh have what he gosh. had before. So he doesn't but, even but have it, it natively. All tanks no. will keep their native stun. So it sounds to me like this will be a, a stun on top of the other stuns, and Dark Knight will get a different one. Or we that get could be possible. Or we get two low blows. Okay, but Nika, yeah. look at what that's mage. stupid. By the way, just I'm just <laughs> saying if that's the way that they're doing it, that's dumb. We'll, we'll come back to that because white mage completely disproves that, Nika. Yeah. See, I don't know that they would give you two low blows, but maybe renaming your low blow, you know, something dark, yeah, something else, and then you also get low blow. But yeah, that's that's, that's not, weird. That's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, they have five new tank cross roll skill icons. Uh, let's see, uh, confirmed cross rolls, provoke, convalescence, rampart. Uh, reprisal looks to be the new vengeance, and uh, they have an AOE provoke in enrage. Uh, all right, that let's, sounds awesome. Yeah, that that does sound pretty cool. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Jamil Bowman of Cactar, who wants to talk about Paladin. What's up, Jamil? Oh, hey, uh, nothing much. Just uh, really excited for the Paladin changes in four Yeah, <laughs> what 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 are you most excited about for uh, Paladin changes? As long as we're talking about tank cross roll abilities. Oh, it has to really be out there. No, no, I'm just saying that's where we're that's what we're talking about at the moment. But uh, go ahead and uh, I mean, what, what what excites you about it? Oh, um, well, I was looking at uh, the translations on Reddit, and Paladin has the potential to do more than six tall cleaves. <laughs> really? That's already a pretty big deal. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, that, that's uh, it's that's a that's nice anecdote. But I mean, like, I was going to say, what, yeah, what's, what's that based on? I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. I mean, I know you said that it was you know translated from Reddit. So, um, but I, like, what what makes you think that uh, Paladin is going to have such increased DPS? Well, um, seeing how their new single target like cast. Uh, the Holy Spirit, it does um, 430 potency for, and it's a two-second cast, and 2.5 recast. And in the live letter, Yoshi-P had enough MP to do five of those, but there's a way to do more DPS if you only do four, and then Boring Blade with it. And I've come up with a rotation for that. Now, now, are you saying that he had the uh, MP to do four because you saw him cast it four times in a row? Or are you saying that based off of, you know, because they, they did um, uh, specifically, you know, uh, note what the HP and MP was of the players that they were currently showing off on uh, the live letter yesterday. So uh, do, is that is that based off of the total MP pool or did he just cast it a whole bunch? Uh, that was based off of his MP. The, yeah, okay. Uh, 
$1,740, and it costs $1,440. Okay. And, and I mean, obviously, there's, you know, there, there may be some sponginess to that. Um, you know, the numbers aren't necessarily finalized. I was also going to make the point that um, during the live letter, you know, they, they play with God mode on. So, um, you know, looking at how many times he was able to cast something or, or be able to do an action in a row may not be the most reliable source of yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Um, and I, I mean, you know, yeah, that's that's some pretty potent uh, spell usage there. I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be some kind of trade off because it doesn't seem like it would be uh, feasible to, to do that, uh, you know, all the time, because then you would have ridiculous spike damage coming out of uh, out of Paladin. Um, but, you know, yeah, there there is an ability here uh, in the in what Square Enix is doing to um, be able to. Uh, balance the existing jobs to one another, like relative towards one another, and then concentrate on the way that the uniqueness of each job works through the things like job gauges. And I think that that's just, you know, in, in it, whether we like it as 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 players is um, yet to be determined. But I can see why for de- for the developers that would be a much easier route to go. Um, so uh, thanks for the call, Jamil. We appreciate it. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, line your calls up. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get to you. Limit Break Radio, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord if you want to call in. Uh, all right, let's continue talking about, uh, you know, about about some of these uh, cross-roll abilities for other roles. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the DPS cross-rolls, obviously we mentioned Goad earlier. Second Wind will still be in there as well. And uh, Bloodbath is confirmed as a cross-roll skill as well. Interesting. Especially because wasn't Bloodbath that was a tank ability, right? That was warrior. That's definitely something yeah. that I don't ever remember. Yeah, that was having. a warrior yeah. ability. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah but, but but I always used it on Paladin anyway, so it's not like it was yeah, it but was I mean, definitely already a cross class role. But right, now that, it's under the DPS. That's Dragoons what I'm saying. Could like, use it. Oh, could they? Yeah. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Is is, okay. is is that the one where they like twenty five percent of the damage you deal, you heal yourself? Yes. Or something? Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, I just That's I couldn't cool. I couldn't name access the, to that too. Yeah, I couldn't name the DPS that had access to it, and I, I guess maybe yeah, maybe mm-hmm. Dragoon did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, Bard cross rolls are saying that they get uh, second wind. Swift song is becoming a cross roll. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do so, non bards mean, play a song? Well, it's not going to be called Swift song; it'll be called something else. Nah. But it's. But that just means what Bard and Machinist both get to just use yep. it. Uh, it's also saying, too, that all DPS are getting some sort of stuns. What DPS don't have a type of stun right now? Yeah, they do. Uh, th- no, that's what I'm saying. One. Everybody does, yeah. don't yeah. they? Yeah. So that's not necessarily a new thing. No. Okay. Uh, healer cross rolls, uh, regen, protect, presence of Actually, mind. Actually, you know what? There might be some DPSs that don't have stun and instead have... Like some silence. other, I was gonna yeah, say, a I, silence or a different form I, of actually, interrupt. I don't think Bard as a has ninja, stun. Bard I have has both. silence. I have both. Bard, as a Bard doesn't have Bard and Black Mage don't have stun. You're Bard, right. Bard, yeah. Black God, Mage, Black, Black Mage, Mage doesn't, doesn't have stun. Nope. No, none of the casters have any kind of stun. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. And and Bard, Bard has silence though. I don't. Bard has silence. Does Black yeah, Mage I didn't have know silence? Uh, no, they have sleep. I don't think it has anything. Oh else. yeah, you know you. They have sleep and yeah, they have slow. sleep. But sleep which now, yeah, now we heavy. Now. Yeah, now we get diminishing returns on sleep. So that's great. Good uh, presence of mind. Eye for an eye. Sure cast. Swift cast. And then this yeah, regen what? again. It says at the top that the regen fuck, is fuck. so. I guess. Okay, so hmm. here's here's the problem: is that a whole bunch of white mage abilities are getting moved to the role abilities. Yeah. 
which means in order to have white mage be able to use those abilities they have to use up their slots right which sucks for being a white mage right because it's going to have its own inherent abilities and that way isn't going to use like the whole purpose of this is to eliminate overcrowding of your hot yeah so you don't think that that they're going to replace what you're losing to cross class with anything new no why would no, I think that? No, but I also think that other classes are losing stuff that's equal to that, so that way everyone has less well, stuff. Well, remember, well, one of the things that they mentioned was one of the reasons behind reducing the ability bloat is because they knew going into Stormblood with, you know, a whole other 10 levels and more abilities, abilities, it's yeah. just going to be getting worse and worse and worse. Right. Like, I mean, as long as they as long look, as they keep adding levels, like as long as they keep as long as the level cap keeps going up, they're going to keep having this problem. Okay, all jokes, okay, I'm just all saying, jokes aside. Compared jo- to Astrologian and Scholar, White Mage is losing everything, and they're losing nothing. No, no. All Compared to... All jokes aside, Juxta, you, as an individual outside of the show, are a pretty intelligent person, okay? So, <laughs> I know, I know. Savor it. But, I don't think that you're so smart that you're more clever than the developers are. So, if you can look at White Mage and be like, holy crap, I'm losing all these things that I then have to put back on as cross-class skills... Therefore, you know, eliminating the other cross-class skills that I could potentially have access to, you don't think the developers also would have been like, wait a minute, isn't White Mage kind of getting screwed on this deal? Do you think they would care? Yeah. Yes, yeah. because the, the, the whole idea behind, this point, yeah. behind redoing the battle system and, and, the, and the cross-class thing is to put everybody on more of an even ground to make it yep. easier to balance. Right. Yeah, they're 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 rounding off the unique edges of each one of the jobs inside. Again, you got to think of it inside of the role bracket comparative to the other roles that are inside that role bracket. They are going to be more sane, like in terms of mathematically, you know, in terms of potency. Right. You're you, you the have conclusion of each job will be the same, but how they operate is different. Right. Like how it is right now. Right. You have analog abilities among uh, among jobs that have a slight twist to them to make them unique to that job. That's going away. Then we get role abilities where it's just unified for everyone in that bracket. So for range DPS, it's unified for them for melee DPS. It's it's a unified bracket. And so now the difference between the way that a job will play comes down to the unique HUD that they've built. The question then becomes what are because we we do know Square Enix has said this quite explicitly that some of the abilities that you would expect to be in your jobs toolkit are now reserved for when you have filled that job meter for when you filled that gauge and the question is what is it that is being locked behind that gauge filling that is going to be critical to the way that your job plays and that is going to determine the difference between the way a job feels when you play it right so you it's mathematically almost identical between the three the three tanks and then the difference is going to be in the job the the job right right but that's also placing a lot of faith that square enix is able to balance it for everybody and given their past uh experience with uh the healers that's but they're kind of they're not they're ask. not balancing it against anything else except the other jobs that already exist. They're making them more the same. 
think of it like this. Remember how we used to argue white mage operates like, you know, big, fast heals. Uh, uh, Scholar is all about like, you know, the heals over time type deal or letting your... your <laughs> okay, for starters, just stop. Just I don't stop know healers. Because you're so wrong. But you get the idea that I'm, that I'm saying. Right. Okay, now that's not how it is. All healers at, at the end will operate the same, but the way that you're, you're playing them is what's different. Right. So, as a white mage, I'll be able to heal as fast as an astrologian? You can't actually assess whether a job has taken a hit to its performance until well, we, until we understand fully how the job gauges work. Yeah, we're just hype, you know. Just At theorizing. the moment, the only information we have is white mage has lost all this stuff, and it's all role-based stuff. A scholar and astrologian, we don't know if he lost anything or if they gained anything. I we don't I... know. So, all we know is that... Re- regen is that even a thing? Okay, regen, so, so you're protect, like all this stuff. So you're just stance. you're overreacting, is what you're saying. Look, it well, says we right here in the notes. On. Don't freak out, okay, healers. And let's freak out about how we're losing cleric stance because a five percent increase. I, I understand that numbers don't mean anything right now, but they're basically gutting cleric stance. But and this is what comes next. Your all your damage is now also being determined by mind, which you have a whole lot more of than int. Right. Which well, I th- no no okay well no because. Cleric stance swapped them, so basically we used mine before, which had to use cleric stance. And basically, my huge problem with cleric stance getting basically removed from the game is that it's making the game easier for everyone involved. Yes. Well, and yeah, that, but that's, now the casuals that, have no, no reason to not DPS. Right. That, but that's happening. They can across, play their role correctly. Now. That's happening. They're across. not going to if they didn't actually try to be good at being a healer and use cleric stance properly before. There's zero way they're going to do it now well, yeah, when it's no. easier. And now, yeah. since, since cleric stance is uh, 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 it's uh, it increases spell potency for a short amount of time, it's a cooldown. You can omit that from your uh, roll actions. Yeah, so you can just toss it in the garbage. Yeah, right, you don't have to use it. This yeah. is but what this is what they're doing to every job across the board. That's what they're doing to the game. Again, know, we're coming we're coming we're coming back to that to that that core philosophical decision that I had taken issue with at the very beginning of this live letter where they said the growing gap between our casual players and our hardcore players is something that we need to be active about closing. Here's how you know what? It's Square Enix, let me bad. explain something to you, okay? That gap has been closing naturally as you continue to turn off veteran players who fall off and let their subscriptions lapse you're you're vet you're bleeding your veteran community and justifying it by saying well we need to bridge the gap well the gap is getting smaller just by virtue of you making the business decisions that you're making so how are you then also coming in and stepping in and justifying the decision with that as well that doesn't make sense that does not uh, no read of that makes any level of sense unless you unless you're just saying our long-term subscribers don't mean anything that they're meaningless and i mean dude if i was square enix i wouldn't say that shit that is not the position that i would take I feel like they think once you're playing, you're locked in. It doesn't matter. Now let's just get more new people. You know, dude, I do kind of think that there is a little bit of that. Like, if we got them, they're here. And they're going to stay here. And I don't think that that's true. I think that that is flawed logic. Yoshi can't even think that because he he concedes the point that when people get bored, he says, yeah, go play a different game then. Because you'll probably come back. 
Exactly. You're going to come back. You're going to come back. Guess what, Yoshi? When you find yourself a good woman, okay, you can't stop treating her like a princess. You have to keep doing things for her. Buy her chocolate. Surprise her. Get her flowers. Draw her a bubble bath. We deserve a bubble bath. Look, look, that that logic, that, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, but look, that, that logic that Square Enix is trying to apply is, I think that they're trying to say, well, that's what, that's the appeal that Final Fantasy XI had, and, and we were able to bridge the gap between 1.0 and 2.0, that's the kind of investment that our players have in the Final Fantasy brand name, and I'm telling you that it has worn thin. It has worn thin at this point. I, you're not going to get the same amount of people checking out a new 14 expansion because you just put out 15. That's not happening. Not going to happen. Who, who, who do you think is going to check out the game for the first time putting out Stormblood? I mean, there's going to be a few people that want to play with their friends, but... There's going to be like 1% of the population. Well, like, I think there's going to be more advertising surrounding Stormblood as there already is. I've seen so many more targeted Facebook-sponsored advertisements. They wouldn't so many more people are playing it now. And, and all of that costs money. All of that is yeah. wasted. Re- that's our sub-money! That's what yeah, you've been. That's what you've been. Getting someone to buy the sixty dollars game. That's their money. That's what you've been paying twelve dollars a month for for the last four years for them to be able to afford. Instead of taking that money and paying their developers to make content for your game, they're sponsoring WrestleMania. No. <laughs> think about it. No, think about that Papa for a second. John's. There's a. There is. There is an exchange oh. that happens there, and it's not a handshake. Uh, That's that money. Zero, you think zero people who watched WrestleMania picked up Final Fantasy after that? Yes. I don't know. That's what I... If anyone in the chat, there's fucking, what, 300? There's almost 400 people watching us right now. There's 380 people watching us right now. If one of you can pipe up and said, oh, yeah, I bought, I'm buying Stormblood because I saw it on, on, on WrestleMania. John's. Or Papa John's. Yeah, the whole Papa John's thing. That's the same thing. All people looking at that is thinking, oh, you know, half-off coupon. Oh, pizza. I like pizza. No one's going to go, wait, why am I getting half-off? Fantasy? Final Fantasy? They have an online one? Let me go play that now. Honestly, who do you think, who who exists out there that ha- that doesn't know that FF14 is a thing? There, there are plenty of them. Really? Believe it or not. But you yeah, know what? I meet people all the time that are like, wait, Final Fantasy's online now? Like, oh, God, where are and you, I, you don't And you don't think that that's someone trolling you, maybe? No, absolutely not. There are people who are just not keyed into certain genres of video game. And Final Fantasy, There, I know a lot of people that have never touched a Final Fantasy game. They're like, wait, aren't those single Okay, games? this is the question then, Nika. Those people out there, which do you think is going to be more successful? Catering to try and get them to play or developing for your core audience base? I mean, yeah, which I'm is not going to disagree investment. with you on that at all, but I'm just saying like, there's got to be somebody out there. Okay, well, but, I, I, but these people aren't going to play because they saw it on WWE or Papa John's. They're going to start playing because their friend says, hey, come play this game. I'm so excited to play this. You need to play this right now. And, I'm having so much fucking fun. And that is that is contingent on having an invested player base of, of people who, you know, want, okay. want, want their friends to join base you. Who have fun in the game and like to play. But that's what they're shitting all over. That Those are the people that you have. You have them right now. I mean, am I am I the only one that is just seeing 
categorically less people logging on now than ever. And I mean, I granted, I mean, we it's, are, the, it's the expansion lull. We need I, I know it's the expansion lull, but I, dude, we thought we were sure when Heaven's Word came out that at the end of Heaven's Word or or midway through Heaven's Word, we would see a serious community rebound. We did not see it. We saw an initial injection the first couple of weeks that the expansion was out, maybe up to four point or three point one, and then the the drop off was dramatic. It was drastic. We all felt it. We all felt it. And and I, I if you deny it, I, then you were on Balmung. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. You're too busy to fapping to Mithra Fudakak. That's right. So I, look, I, it's just it's I'm I'm again. I don't want to be right about any of this shit. Like I I don't I don't want. To, to be as negative oh, okay. on this I, I'm as I'm being. Uh, people in chat are saying, but that's Gordius's fault. Okay, who designed Gordius? That's the point we're trying to make is the decisions that Square Enix is making aren't there to help support that was Gordi- the community. And again, that was Gordius's fault, not because of the difficulty of Gordius, but because they gave the easy option. So no one had to do Gordius to get the story. Exactly. So of course that, people dropped off. No, but the thing is that the people who did do it also weren't having fun with it. And I think that was a big mistake to put one like that out as their first raid tier. And it seems like, that's, maybe I'm just Nika, being too optimistic, but, that they're trying to fix that come the next Nika, raid. Nika, I don't know. That minimizes the actual damage, the actual tangible damage that putting an easy mode raid did for the game. Yeah, you can't say, oh no, it's not Square Enix's fault. It's Gordius. I, I mean, they did Gordius. The thing is, look, look, Nika, I don't I don't disagree with you. That that is a an additional demotivating factor. But they would have been able to fix it and correct the ship long term if they if they didn't have the albatross of the fucking easy mode hanging around their neck. They'd have more people that they yeah. could have pushed to get into to it that that it it wouldn't have just died it wouldn't have just fizzled out okay i wanted to see that story before they realized it was garbage yes exactly (laughs) because because they they would do the same thing that you are do that that you're doing is that they would justify that they would say oh well the story is going to get better and i need to be able to 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 beat this before i can advance right it would have pushed the player base to be able to adjust to that shit and the fact that the developers are adjusting to the player base I mean, and, and kowtowing to the player base over and over and over again to the point where they're not even kowtowing to the player base. They're kowtowing to who they think is going to be their player base, who they want their player base to be. That's a problem. That's a problem when the majority of 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 your income is driven by subscriptions. This is a decision that could have only worked if they said we're going to take the game free to play at the same time. Sorry, it just is. It just is. And it's not, not not mechanical decisions, but, you know, the jump potion and and and, and this whole philosophy of... of don't don't of, say the J word. Don't say it. The, this, this whole fucking philosophy of, of um, you know, uh, reducing the skill gap between long-term and short-term players. Like, that, that, that whole thing. All these concessions to make the game easier. Exactly. You know what the opposite of concession is? Progression. There you go. Get good. Get good. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go back to our phone lines. Uh, Bill Murray of Sergeant Tannis is hanging on. What's Bill! up? What's up, Bill? Hey, guys. What's up? Thanks for having my call. Thanks for uh, calling Limit Break Radio. <clears throat> and, uh, Anir, I just want to say that I think you are 100% justified uh, with your complaints. And I'm just thinking over the last three or four months when it just seems like... Uh, 
you guys have just been kind of like nailing this game over and over. And I listen to you guys in the car and you'll just make these like awesome points over, over and over. And I'm just like, yes, yes, that's exactly what needs to be said. And people need to hear that. And uh, there's a place for that. And I'm glad that LBR exists as a place that can uh, actually be honest. Thank and you. Not just kind of like kiss butt. So thank you. So don't let any, don't let any of these trolls deter you from doing that. You keep doing you. And uh, I don't think we've ever, I don't think we've ever been deterred by nah. a troll. We by, get by trolls, non trolls. Um, the, the only thing that trolls do to us is get us hard. That's it. There was one time in game where I was trying to go into a raid and it kept saying that like you, know, you, you don't fulfill the requirements. You don't fulfill the requirements. It took like a half an hour. Like, why isn't this working? Is someone locked out? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Then it turns out that Bill Murray was locked out. Oh, Bill. 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 And Yarrow's annex fun. <laughs> thank, thank, thanks. Five dollars. I don't think that's going to buy me very, very much fucking Mexican Xanax. <laughs> what about Canadian Xanax? I don't know, no, man. I don't know what the exchange. I don't. I don't know what the exchange rate is. I know it's cheaper in Mexico, though. Anyway. Uh, Bill, did you have anything else that you, that you wanted to say, or did you just come into uh, to short our cocks a little bit? Um, well, I, I did want to talk about. Uh, I said, in light of oh, those, <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. I get, you bring up a great point, Weeaboo lover. Bagels, bagels, awesome. Thank you. Anyway, sorry uh, to ahead, be Bill. interrupted by our audience. That's cool. In, in light of, I think, those uh, frustrations that we have with the game, uh, when I personally look at the, the new um, you know, HUD job UI things that they're doing, where they're actually putting these things in front of the players and saying, hey, pay attention to this. What I, I see them doing is uh, you know, potentially uh, helping uh, the players that really aren't that good and trying to help them to get better. And they haven't done a really good job at doing this before they put in the hall of the novice and stuff like that. But right. Um, this, this, this uh, game does not tell people like how to play their job. And I'm actually excited about that as someone who would consider himself a hardcore player, because I am tired of going into dungeons and into uh, 24 man raids and just wiping on stupid stuff because people are doing like 300 DPS or 400 DPS. And so I, I can commend them for at least trying. It might not get there perfectly, but at least it's slowly heading in the right direction to try to help these not good players get good by putting these things in front of them that look cool. They look flashy. They look sexy. And it actually uh, gets them excited about doing some really powerful attack and something like this. And I, to me, that actually um, makes me want to uh, go and run these dungeons you know, in the Duty Finder. Uh, because I know I'm not going to get thrown in with a bunch of idiots. Hopefully, but, okay. But this here, here's here's one of the problems w- with that is that um, you know when you make the game easier to play for dumb people, right? It makes it, it makes a it, it creates a certain complacent environment for them where they never really do have to improve because they don't like Square Enix will just give them the tools to suck and still be passable. And I I think that that is a bad idea. Like, I think that that's a fundamental game design philosophy that we've seen in, you know, the last 10 years ish needs to focus on lawless. Also, I <laughs> second bagels. Okay. Second bagels. Okay. 
Uh, so, it, by the way, thanks for the donation. Um, so, you know, you, you have this effect where, you know, instead of pushing your player base to get better and, ch- and putting challenges in front of them that you know that they'll be able to uh, overcome in time, it just seems like the game has progressively gotten easier and dumber. As time goes on, again, we used to, we we sit around and we talk about like, oh man, remember when Titan Hard was like <laughs> the big thing that we had to all clear, and it was it's because the the ask from the developer was big for the reward that we were getting out of it, and oh. and at that time, that content was challenging enough to act as a wall, and you saw a much more natural character progression, and you saw at least in my in 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 my opinion, you saw the the gap narrowing because your casual players were were challenging themselves to rise to the occasion of your veteran players. What happens when you become a veteran player? You automatically become a little bit less invested in the game, right? Let's say let's say and and this this happens like for different people it's 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 a different um high watermark that they get to before they start you know starting to divest them themselves and their interests from the game right nika for you it's probably once you have all of your raid gear and all and because you're um, you care about your friends and you're not a shitty person uh all of your raid group has all of their raid gear and then and then correct me if i'm wrong you'll probably log in a lot less and you'll become a little bit more divested from the game, right? Like Square. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, I, especially it's weird. Like, I, I've been trying to find stuff to do. Like, I'm doing a second anima, and I'm like trying to get more jobs to 270 for whatever reason. But like, it is weird to log in and then not talk to my friends because I feel very alone. No matter even if, and I'm also a bird farming, so I'm trying to find all that like extra stuff to do. But without the group and without like a real goal to jump to go for, like. I don't know. I just I log in whenever I'm not doing anything. It's rather than like finding, like making time to log in. Now I'm now logging in when I just happen to find. See, but you're it. you're making busy work for yourself, right? Like you, if if you're not compelled to be doing anything in an MMO, then the MMO isn't doing its job. The MMO is fundamentally failing you as a player, right? And and like I, like bird farming, I still feel like it's something that like I'm improving just because I think it's cool to have all of them and as, as a completion aspect. But in terms of like doing a second anima, there's literally zero reason that I'm doing that other than finding a reason bit. to log in. Yeah, I'd actually like to like to go back really really quick to. To, to a likeness that you made between uh, when, you, when you're talking about Titan Hard, right? Like that—that yeah. that right. was hard. That caused and, some and, 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 and frustration. People will be stuck on that for days. Right. And so, the thing so, is, and and you know, you saw an interesting phenomenon that you don't see in this game anymore. You saw other people that would sit around and be like, "I will help you tank Titan." Right. And, so and, and the they the would question. shout for that group, like they would be actively trying to help other groups. Like, hey, if you need help getting your relic weapon, I'm going to sit around and I'm going to help you because I understand what kind of challenge you're being met with. It was a challenge that the entire community kind of banded together to help other people overcome and you don't see that anymore and this is the question that i want to ask you because in that case we're all agreeing that titan heart was a good thing i don't think there's a single person you can find who will agree that that was a bad time in final fantasy 14 yet when we talk about the difficulty of gordius we're talking about how it started to kill the population it was something that was hard 
like Titan, and it did the opposite. Why? Because there was no tangible reason to do it other than, because of easy mode. Other than raid gear. And and, and by that Which time... Which you would get in the next patch cycle anyway. By that time, the, the community had already figured out the or pattern. you could get from Tome Gear and that was Yes, part. so if right. you can't see the difference between the time frame and, and where the game was during Titan Hard when things like the Relic Weapon was locked behind it and where the game was during Gordius when nobody was playing because there was no reason to do it, then I don't even know what to say at that point I, I, look it just it becomes it be, like like it becomes a question of how much are you pushing your player base to overcome something because when the player base feels like there is a legitimate challenge and not one that is overly hard much like you know because because again I think by the time you had reached all three turns of coil you had at least 50% of the community that had written off doing raiding for themselves as they had written not not that it was um, invalid content or that it was bad content but it was content that they didn't have the resources to try to rise to the occasion of right and you saw a natural uh, a natural easing of of that difficulty as we all leveled past the challenge as we said right when you level past the challenge when you give your player base st boosted stats so that the the earlier content becomes almost you know face rollable like what is the point of that like like what is like you're net you've naturally taken the challenge and and decreased it by giving people increased stat totals like why then go and do an additional nerf to it so just that literally everyone can do it why why does why does that gap need to be closed I, that's the thing that i don't understand because over time as people as your veteran community falls off as it does naturally even even if you have a group of people who are incredibly invested in the world and in the game, there's going to be a natural fall off point. You're going to see natural diminishing returns. And that's when you go and you add content for early players to be able to catch up. But you don't give them a skip button. You just get you give them the tools that they need to be able to. To, to to catch up to their friends and if the world if you make the player feel like the world like they're set against the world guess what their player their friend is a little bit more inclined to help them out that's that's just what i've seen from other mmos that's just what i know of human fucking behavior but what do i know uh anyway nothing you don't raid <laughs> you know nothing Anyway, uh, bill thanks so much for the call man we appreciate it um hopefully the job gauges will will do something i don't which know by, which by the way the ui changes that's a good thing that's a good way to oh yeah to shorten yeah. the the gap making the game easier by removing skills and removing cleric stance and removing actual skill it just seems that's bad like they did two things too many right like right. like they again they, we don't we won't know that until we see it I, I feel like it's two step uh, like one step forward two steps back you okay, know you want to you want to fucking talk about reducing skill the slashing debuff they're get, basically now ninja and warrior are going to put it up as part of their rotation. They won't have to do something different about it. They don't have to do anything different. It's what? part of the rotation now. Like it's just inherently it's in the part rotation. Of, uh, shadow Fang for ninjas. Oh. So it's part of your DPS. Yeah, that's that's straight up making what you do easier. So what that. what's the point of actually having a slashing debuff? Everyone's going to have it except paladin in very rare circumstance. Okay, at, at that point, just. Just take put it out. the splat. Yeah, either take just, it out. Either just take it. it out, or it should just inherently always be up. I, I don't know what. Give me a slashing aura. 
It, it, you don't need it. There's no point to a slashing debuff if everyone has it who needs it. Just like there's no point in a blunt debuff from Monk because Monk is always going to have it. Or how you took out accuracy. You decided that, you know what, it's too much trouble. You just took it out. Everyone can hit now. Just take slashing debuff out. Wow, yeah, you know, oh my god. Oh no, now Paladins when they don't have a warrior or a ninja. You know what this is going to do now? You know what this is going to do? All right. This is going to make me better. Because if I don't have a warrior, I often have trouble keeping it up or I forget to keep it up. Ain't got to worry about it now. Yeah, nope. And, and nope. Thanks, Square Enix. You're muted. Uh, you're muted. You're muted, Nero. <laughs> he openly admits he's a shit player. Yeah. Look at that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, he's just like, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm just going to choose to be lazy and be rewarded for it. Th th this doesn't seem fucked to anyone else. Square Enix is literally making me a better person. A, oh, I don't no, know. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> a better, a better player. Square I, no, Enix no. is making me a better player. You're not being a better player. You're being a better DPS. I don't know. My slashing debuff's going to be up 100% of the time. You're still not going to be able to rage yet because you're not being challenged. You're still gonna be a shitty player. You're gonna be a shitty player in uh, uh, PvP. You're not gonna actually work PvP. for anything. You're just gonna be rewarded for not trying hard. But again, like, who wants to play this? Who wants to play a game that just rewards you for not doing what man, they'd ask you that's to? Challenging your I don't players. Fucking get this, man. Challenging that's... your players makes your players better. Yeah. Yeah. Why does Square Enix not want that? That's something I always liked about the ninja uh, uh, rotation was how you had like these three choices to make. You know, you're going to uh, uh, put Hutan on for longer, you're going to do damage, or you're going to put your debuff back up. And now what? Are they just giving us just, just a straight up rotation again? Just a numbered rotation? Yeah. That's so lame. That's also making it more boring. It's less exciting now. Yeah. 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 You think players were already falling asleep in dungeons? Ugh. This is going to make it better? Ugh. Healers were falling asleep in dungeons, and that's with cleric stance being an actual skill you had to think about in the next five seconds of the future. Mm. You think they're going to be more engaged with the game? They're not. Let's let's hear a little bit more about the job gauges. All right, uh, do we want to bring up pictures of them? Because um, <laughs> we have pictures prepared. Do we need to? I mean, they're everyone's just, seen them. Who's seen them? Who can, like, all right, fair. They're fair. just fucking gauges, yeah. man. They're just all right. you're just all you're doing is taking a TP bar and putting some fucking. A few extra, of them are, are unique enough. They're like maybe ninjas maybe. and astrologians are much easier to manage what mm -hmm. you're doing. Are they? All right. So uh, yeah, the new HUD graphic displays. Uh, basically, they're like you know there's too much focus on the buff debuff timers and the little bars. So in 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 some cases, they're basically giving you the because I don't think any of these, uh, from what I've been told, that you have to have it up. I don't know about the ninja one because you get uh, this new gauge that gets filled up when you auto attack or when you weapon skill or something. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how that's going to be, to be represented in the game without it. So, all right. So, yeah. Uh, the, but as we said before, they're all uh, specialized for each job's unique action. So Monk UI uh, has it for their, their chakra, which seems like it's still it's based on like a, a, a five charge sort of system. Uh, but there are many different ways to get that now. They're, right, they're yeah, you, you can do it during battle now instead of just outside of battle. Well, you can always do it during battle, but you sacrifice your GCD to do it. And now, uh, isn't it that, like, uh, as people doing stuff around you within your aura, they help you build chakra? I mean, the, 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 the biggest issue with that was that Monk never had any uh, party utility. It basically only helped itself, and so people were like, well, why bring a Monk then? So the whole purpose of it now is that Monks will buff the party, and while that party buff is going out, the party buffs the Monk by adding chakra stacks. No, I mean, that, so that's, it, it now has raid utility. Yeah, that, that's uh, a positive, obviously a positive change to Monk, but, you know, like we mentioned in uh, uh, Ninja's case, you also just have a giant pinwheel that now has your Hutan buff on it. So if you didn't pay attention to the tiny little square icon on top of your HP bar, well, now you got a huge-ass pinwheel-type deal. I mean, that's 
if you don't need it, you don't need it. But if True. you're a new player and you have a difficult time keeping it up, then yeah, that's helpful. That, and that, even that's once a in a while, thing. as a veteran player, your mind wanders somewhere else, and you're like, "Oh shit, it, it, I have a yeah. rabbit now in my head." No, that again, it's not the worst. It's not the worst thing. It's it's, and again, if this was an expansion on like like if you hit level. Uh, you know, level 61 and it unlocked your job gauge, right? Like, I think that this would be, this would feel much more like a natural progression of the job as opposed to going back and shoehorning an element of the job in uh, because we're going to have to deal with this at, you know, various stages of uh, these these uh, job gauges at lower levels it as well. Only, it can only work that way if the, the job only changed and lost all that abilities at 61, which mm-hmm. they're not doing. They're completely retooling the battle system. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it's it's going to be there from the beginning inherently. Well, the, but that's what I'm saying is uh, this feels this feels like uh, I know and I and I understand that Nika, but what it feels like is that they could have just expanded the battle system for how little they changed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the thing that they said these uh, UIs are supposed to help is that uh, they want to increase vi- visibility regarding stances. Uh, if you have any type of stance, you will know. I'm okay with this. On I'm okay not. with this. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, that's fine. M- like more more stuff that's represented as like uh, character. Yeah animation that i'm fine with yeah and like they were saying too it was much it was so hard to manage all your buffs and debuffs at the same time like monk has so many icons for different stances and things that like they all look the same up there they're just colors and you're like what the fuck is which thing so anything that increases the, the the visibility and decreases the need to manage your little tiny icons I'm all for that. Yeah. You, you, no, and I and and again, I I agree with that, and that's it's a change that I think has been needed in the game for a while because time, yeah, yeah, you know, we have been staring at uh, small status buffs and debuffs for way too long, and I like being able to visually break that up and make me focus on different areas of the screen. I like that um, uh, from a you know from a an, an abstracted point of view, um, and and it could be it, in execution, this could be really fun. I yeah, don't know, I agree you know, with that. like. I, I, it's it's hard to say just knowing what we know of the existing system i i just think that there are there are a lot of concerns here and and you know with good reason yeah one of the things they're also hoping this does is to alleviate the extreme disparity between dps uh, there it is again why well i actually i, I think- let bad dps just be bad God, I mean that is fair, but yeah, I, I think the idea that there are certain people who maybe you know can't keep up with the fact that you know there's so many icons down there in the bar, I lose track of them or whatever. Giving them a giant pinwheel should help them be better. Dude, this is just this is like this is like the same driving philosophy that you get, and 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 the end product you know is a Star Fox game that plays itself. That you need no input on the controller, and the whole thing will just go through the game, and it'll be done, and you can just watch it passively like that's it seems like that philosophy is tied in here with like you don't even have to lift a finger and we're going to uh uh you know close the gap between uh, a bad player and a good player and i don't think that that's square enix's responsibility no it's not you're right but at the same time like i think that just happens to be one of the things that will happen as well because like you said having players focus on different parts of the screens or making the ui more unique per job is a good thing. Like the fact that we're just sitting here looking at a bar with all these tiny little icons with numbers above them, that's a uncreative and B pretty boring, isn't it? Yeah. I, I kind of think so. Yes. Yeah, so I, mean, like, I kind of think so. Let's, let's talk about some individual gauge. Uh, the Astro now the one will actually display their cards, which I mean, I've never played astrology before, but again, I assume that your buffs were probably just little tiny yeah, icons. It's a lot. It's, and it's really easy to lose track of which ones you're saving for later and which ones you're using as the whole, like, um, 
like the one that's turning it into an AOE, it's easy to lose track of that. Yeah, I mean, that probably makes the job as an, uh, an astrologian a lot more interesting as well. Uh, Dark has a black blood gauge. That's, <laughs> it's going to be something black new. Blood. I mean, it's, it's it, exciting. It's did gonna, you did you actually see it? Did you actually fucking see the gauge? Uh, yeah. Again, it's a gauge. It's a gauge that has a sword around it. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, but what are you going to get from from uh, powering it up? Like, Who we don't fucking know knows? Yeah, no well, one exactly. knows. Yeah, so see, you can't sit here and say, oh, Dark Knight's got no changes. We don't no, fucking know. That's not the problem, Nika. I think the problem with Dark Knight, like, look, the astrologian being able to see their cards, that's interesting, that fits with the job, and that's something they probably needed. Just giving the gauge to Dark Knight seems like a concession. Like, well, we have to give the Dark Knight something. Let's give him a gauge. I, all the tanks have gauges Every, now. Almost all the jobs have some form of... It's That's all it is, is that it's just a gauge with different fucking animations on it. That's, that's just it. lazy in that case. Uh, War has two separate stances, uh, up to 100%. Their wrath is gone. Uh, White Mage healing lilies. Uh, Nika, you were starting to rave about those earlier. Did you or well, Jux want to talk about that, like, the lilies? I don't understand. Like, I mean, if these are some kind of like a, an equal to like ether flow for white mages and you can use certain abilities that, that use lilies. They didn't tell us that much. Like everyone's in here. Oh, did we watch the same video? Dark Knight clearly gets think like yeah but like all it showed us was the animations they didn't give us the name of the moves like some of you are great at telling which move is which by looking at animation i can stare at it all day and not tell you what moves are going on like and i use them every fucking day so like until we actually get to see what moves now train into what and which ones specifically use the gauge there's not much we can all they all 100 conclude behind all of this but all, they're like yes we can no we can't all they do is act as a gate for that that you have to fill you know you've got to fill this meter you've got to fill this bar before you can access these abilities that's all it is yeah you can use the lilies to reduce cast times or you can use them to fuel other skills so or like I think some of them are getting special abilities though that once it fills you can only use like I know samurai doesn't yeah. get its big crazy attack until it fills the bar yep Which, okay cool use. that's so that's it like that's we just I fill don't know. The, we don't know if that's it. Fill the bar, do the thing, and fill the bar again. Like I mean, samurai, we already do that with limit breaks. Samurai gets like fill the was, bar. But there was some jobs that would deplete. Like there were certain abilities. Oh gosh, which job was it? Like it would deplete the 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 bar just a little bit if you use an ability and then charge it back up. Whereas like you'd have to then make a decision: do I let the bar charge all the way up, or do I use my other abilities that take some away from the bar? But and th- that in its own gives a little more uh, diversity. To the I, I think I think the difference here may be that certain actions. Uh, will have different potencies on how they fill your bar and how quickly you can refill it because really all this feels like at least from given what we know is a personal limit break is that every every job now gets a personal limit break you get a big hit in there and and that's really it and if that's the case like why that's, I don't, that's okay lame. well no but that's the thing like it could change like how much that gauge fills up could change based on which move you do yeah which could change rotation which could increase yes. complexity which is a good thing. Yes, that sounds cool. We don't know cool. how it works Maybe. yet, so yeah. let's not go crazy with the gauges quite yet. I all mean, right. this is fine, uh, but can we just all agree that Samurai has retarded mudras? Yeah. Like, oh, they, yeah. they can't handle real mudras <laughs> where you can't use weapon skills between them. What's a mudra? I like swords. I like swords. Oh, I should use my mudra? No, I hit weapon skill. Anyway, oh, please. It's, Samurai's gonna come out, and you're gonna take all that back. You're like, okay, it's actually when we're no. Oh, <laughs> Nika, Nika. There is no. 
No, I guarantee you. Okay, Titus, calm down over there. There, there is, there is no possible way that when Samurai comes out that you are going to get a concession from any one of <laughs> but, us. But De Niro, Sam has Kenki and Sengage. The Sen monitors the Sengetsu car stances you have active. Did Kenki you? fuels your other skills? Fuck that shit. Did you see the way it runs? Ew. Oh my <laughs> god. Ah. Uh. Uh, g- cool. Uh, let's let's be a little bit more anime. Game! If they could have if they could have animated the Scooby Doo legs underneath that samurai, they would have. And you know it. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Just make your fucking character move like every other character, and make it like like God damn that was oh. oh all of my anti weebiness wanted to rise out of me and vomit. Ugh. Lol. Ugh. Uh, Scholar has a fairy gauge, whatever that means. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. Dragoon has two new gauges, uh, one for Blood of the Dragon that can be consumed to charge fucking their gauge in some way. Gauge. And then they have uh, Eye of the Dragon, which is just some new Dragoon element. See, l- like this, for Bard, song duration gauge. Like, that That was their, like, big Bard thing. Mm. But they're also the, getting their songs and stuff are changing, and it also seems like there's no more casting times. We don't really know. That, I, there, no, cast, no casting times confirmed. That's good. No That's, more yeah. arrow mage, no more gun mage. So yay for those guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the ninja we mentioned, Hutan timer, each pinwheel is 10 seconds. Uh, they have the ninja scroll gauge for Ninki, which is the new actions. Uh, red mage looks interesting. They have to keep a balance between the white and dark magic that they use. Yeah, that does yeah. actually... Kind of, again, this is like... I so think, super hyped for this. I really like, wish that Ascalia was here to talk about fuck this. You. I know. I, I, like without our resident red mage uh-huh. expert, I'm no, not okay, sure. Okay, so the red mages are really cool. So Hashtag they have to not ca- my red mage. They have to cast like a quick spell that'll increase either white or black magic, and then afterwards they get chain spell, which makes the next cast instant. So uh, I believe the quick spell increases your your gauge by nine mana, and then the big spell ca- increases it by eleven mana, and then like they have this other spell which is like a really really big spell which increases by 21 mana and you have to manage to keep them all both relatively equal and it looks really hard and really confusing and I'm actually really excited for this. Interesting. Um, I, I kind of liked uh, the the Bard song duration gauge like uh, from the minute I saw it I was like all of that is super clear. I understand every everything that's going on here. You have the amount of songs that you can have up, like you can beneath them, right? And it just counts down what your duration is going to be. That, that's Put it up. That's and just also seem like bar. some were like their actual targetable songs now, rather yeah. than all full party. It, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean I think I, I, you know, but like that's what I'm saying. That's that's my point, Juxta, is that all of these things seem like very simple mechanics that they're working into. Um, you know, into these job gauges, right? So the job gauge for Bard really does just look like a, a, a duration timer, right? Like it's just a countdown timer, but it's a very cleverly done and well, uh, you know, a, a, a good addition because I think Bard needed that, right? Like I think that it was something that was necessary. Um, so they have like little like things that fill up on the underneath the yeah. Bard gauge too. I don't know what that is. So that I, might I be just, neat. I, to, to me, I just think like each time you note that one of those has fallen off, you know, mm-hmm. you know, to go to circle back in your rotation or to sort of cycle through the next song. That's what I think. Maybe. Right? Because I, I, if it works the same way, there, there was actually an add-on that I used to use in WoW and Shadow Priest for dots where, yeah, it, it put up the durations and as it got down to the end, it would turn red. You would know you better recast that dot before right. it runs out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, really, the, some, of, some of these... Some of these do just seem like window or add-ons. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Th- that's my thing. Well, yeah. I, well, I do think all of these are necessary and serve their purpose. When you look at something like Red Mage, which seems like it helps uh, 
a really complex rotation. And then you look at something like song durations or hutan duration. And it just seems like some people are getting really cool, interesting things that help them actually perform this rotation. And other ones are just like, hey, stupid, don't forget your songs. Or, or, or well, they're having some of their um, you know best abilities walled beyond this uh, kind of arbitrary gauge that you have to fill. It's probably Red Mage's based around having this UI element on the screen and then other like Bard or Samurai, they're like, oh, we should do something for them. I yeah, I don't, right. I don't know. Like, it kind of seems like that, but I have a feeling that these are all going to matter way more than it seems. At this point. <laughs> I mean, yes, like, probably. They're, they're trying to change every job and make it feel like the battle system has changed. Just giving a Bard a timer. Like, come on now. Like, they're, it's going to mean something else. Dude, they can give Bard absolutely fucking nothing and just not having cast time, so we'll make it. The uh, last few here, Machinist has a heat gauge when the user gauze barrel, it pumps up the heat. Uh, Black Mage says... You get a says, ton of little drone guys you can use. Yeah, it says it indicates element and your current stacks. <laughs> Summoner, we'll go into details later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk... Yes. So, so cool though we'll talk we'll talk about it in a in a little bit but uh before we move on let's uh go to our phone lines joe never fails hanging on what's up joe Ew. what's up dudes what's yeah. happening yeah. man hey what's up what's up everybody thanks for calling in uh so uh we have uh we we have been you're probably super depressed right yeah we've we've been hey. sounding our opinions here um joe you tend to be a bit of a counterbalance towards our pessimism um how are you feeling about uh about FF14 since the uh, producer live letter 35. I'm, I'm overall I'm really excited about storm uh, about Stormblood in general. Um, it's crazy because we've we've talked I've called in several times and it's always like anticipation for what and then discussion of what comes out and a lot of the stuff that we've talked about over the months and over the years like usually comes into to play. For me personally, like Stormblood, it's going to be exciting and like the way my brain works and the way that I think about it, I'd love to, it, you guys have been talking about so many great things right now. It's just absolutely fantastic. It's just like, it's very difficult to frame your mind around everything that they've announced to us at this point, because it's only a tease. It's not the actual implementation of how it's going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, we can't really digest exactly how things are going to work. It's all hype at this point. And then theory crafting and people jerking themselves off on Reddit and things like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, it's just, it's mostly reaction at this point until anyone gets hands on is and, and is able to tell us about it. Yeah, so it's it's anticipation at this point. But right. the biggest the biggest two things my brain thinks about when I when I consider Stormblood is I try to wrap my brain around the business aspect of what Square Enix is trying to accomplish, and then I try to wrap my brain around the community aspect of what they're trying to accomplish, and that's the that's the balance of what a successful MMO has to do. So they have to worry and, and they have I, to worry so much about you know they have to worry so much about making the bottom the bottom dollar and increasing the to grow the business, and then they got to think about exactly what they're really going to give us. So okay, but but as as tough, a man. as a fan though, as as, as a fan, as a, and as, as someone and as someone who pays every month for this game, I don't think you have to give them that benefit of the doubt. I think that's actually giving them way too much benefit of the doubt. Like like you're kind of letting them off easy because these. I mean, yeah, I understand that they've got to balance business decisions. But there's been a hundred there's been a hundred reasons that I've laid out why this is a bad long term business decision, because all of their all of their other long term business decisions that has favored 
their short-term games or the people, the, the new players or the people who are not as invested in this game long-term, where have the dividends be? Like, where have, where have they had gains in terms of subscription numbers, in terms of engagement? I've just seen it all fall apart during 3.0. The, the, the biggest thing that's happening right now is, like, I'm, I'm going to debate this because this is, it is, I, I honestly don't think that that is a, a it's, it's an opinion situation right now, which is tough because we've seen a big increase. We saw it in, we saw an increase at Heavensward and then we saw a drop off. And as of right now, it's, it's all press. So they're doing media tour. They're doing, they're doing sponsored broadcasts and I'll be, I'll be honest with you. There's no, there's no more hype in any game in the MMO market right now than with Stormblood. No, and that is no. There, there, there is no, there isn't, and that's that's the truth. Mm. That's the absolute truth. If you want to talk about Ashes of Fucking Creation or whatever the hell that game is, I've, I haven't heard a word about it. I haven't heard about you know Legends of Aria, whatever the uh, uh, whatever the the freaking Ultima Online next video game is, and whatever it is, Revelations is more tits and ass and whatever the hell. So I'll be honest with you guys. Like when when Lyric decides to play a video game. When it me JP and I've been telling you guys about this for months. I've talked about it for months. I talked about it about the current demographic of uh, current Final Fantasy broadcasters because they're paying bigger streamers yeah. to support their game. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck lyric. It, fuck JP. Be, fuck I'll, them I'll, both. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, Those fucking hangers on. They're they're getting like, a paycheck. That's the only the, reason. Of course, the only reason but, that they're sitting and interacting in, with any one of you FF14 players is because they're getting the a fucking paycheck out of it. And fuck. That's em. the truth. That's the truth. And I, that's fuck where I come em. from. That's where I come from because that's I, I honestly feel like it's fucking bullshit. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, when Lyric plays a video game, people buy a video game. When bigger broadcasters play a video game, bigger people play the video game, and more people play the video bullshit. game. Bullshit. Listen, listen. listen. Listen, it's, when, it's, having said that, this is this is the truth of what happens. The same thing that happens to Twitch viewers is the same thing that's going to happen to Final Fantasy fourteen viewers and Final Fantasy fourteen players. They're going to come in because Lyric's playing. They're going to come in because bigger broadcasters are playing. And then they're going to realize that these guys have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Yep. And they have no fucking clue how to play the game. And they're yep. going to find a family yep. in Limit Break Radio. And they're going to find a family at other people's broadcasts. That's the bottom line. That's literally how Twitch works. People come in, watch Co Carnage, watch fucking Markiplier. They watch fucking PewDiePie. They watch all these guys. And then they realize, like, hey, this is getting this is getting old. It, you know what? Like, I think people I, will find their way. You know what, Joe? I I I don't think I can. Dis- I love the optimism. I, I it, yeah. No, I, and, and I'm, I, I'm being honest. Like it's going to happen. It's it's a numbers game, and Square Enix playing the numbers game. And when it when it comes down to when it comes down to what they're doing, system systemically changing the video game, they're doing what many other video games are not doing right now. Where new expansion, you got a new class, new area, new story, new raids, but the game is system systemically the exact same. Final Fantasy 14 has in the development of what the game is. They're giving us a new video game to play with these new battle system changes. And they're catering the understanding of these systems and the understanding and the way that people view the system to a more casual player. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. And I agree with you guys 100%. Like a bad player is not going to be fucking bad, whether they see their blood in a gauge or whether they see their blood in a freaking dot on the bar. That's that's the bottom line is the bad player is going to be fucking bad no matter what. And I will continue to preach this. There's from from my understanding, there's players that want to be better and players that just care about fucking getting shit. And I don't I don't like it when video games develop content for players that just want shit. Uh, What can we just give you here? Take it for free. You play the game for 20 hours. You get everything that you. But, like, for me, specifically talking about a couple things you guys said earlier, 
like the 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 skill gate that they they stopped this video game's progression around fucking Titan hard. I loved that because you couldn't avoid it, man. You had to learn the content to get yeah. past that point yep. in the game. If you wanted your relic weapon, you had to kill it. So you had to beat it. Yeah, I don't it made the player base better. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and and we we all rose to that challenge because we all knew that we had to get through it and that we had to help other people get through it if we were all going to get to the other side of this thing. And you know then what? and then you know what happened? We got the fucking steps of faith nerf and uh, all of those all of those goddamn terrible players that whine to the fucking forums and blow Yoshi P exactly. again and again and just sing his fucking praises. Get to go out, you know. They get they got to have their way. Like they have they their fi- cake and eat it. They, they figured <laughs> no. they figured out they figured out. Okay, Square Enix is going to acquiesce to our demands. And everyone, anyone who had any kind of long term investment in this game saw that and went. This oh, oh fuck! This yeah. is bad because if Square Enix acquiesces to something as that, it's as simple as steps of faith. It means that we have moved from a philosophy, uh, philosophical direction of this game away from what was driving it in the early days uh, of of two and a Realm Reborn, and and what has been something that MMO players have gravitated towards for a long time, and shifted that philosophy towards. Well, uh, we have to try to make our product as appealing for new players as possible. We have to, you know, allow players to play with each other as quickly as possible. And it's this wow mentality of, well, people just want to play with their friends and they don't have any other additional investment out of the game than that. And I'm here to tell you that that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And, 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 and there's another thing, Joe, I want to, I want to kind of disagree with you on, on one aspect. And that is that if Lyric plays a game, people buy that game and, and that may be true right now, but I do think that there is a bubble. There is a bubble around Twitch where people will figure out at some point that this shit isn't sustainable, that giving, you know, like donating to people, donating, donating, donating to people that you like on a stream is really kind of financially like unless you have that money to throw away like you can't count on that kind of shit like there is going to be a day where people just don't give a shit about what is on twitch and they move the fuck on i don't know what's going to end up making that but there's going to there's going to be that point and 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 the more that we have the shit like sponsored streams where instead of the communities or the player bases uh, uh, best interests at heart that these fucking game developers continue to just have their bottom line and sponsorships best interest at heart. This is going to be fucked and no one's going to have any fun. That, well, that- you're, 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 you are, you're, you're right in a lot of ways. And you're right about, um, you're right about the fact that, I mean, these sponsored streamers, they only last for certain periods of time and it increases hype and it doesn't create the quality, but there also are, there's a lot more, there's a lot more of a viewer base on Twitch in the medium to small broadcasting section than there are in the large broadcasters. So, yeah, no. And and I totally agree with that. And for as much as I love Twitch for their community points. Okay. Look at, look at the way that we as a company are investing where we're spending our time. Right. Okay. We do, we do Twitch. We love doing Twitch. We love hanging out with people. We love doing this show over Twitch, but long-term we, you know, and, and and just look at checkpoint as evidence long-term. I don't think that we're going to be able to make the most sustainable product here. 
And that's why we went to major media. That's why we went to radio and said, we can make this product for you and you will hopefully be able to give us a longer life at doing this than just simply Twitch or podcasting can because that bubble is going to burst. And the same thing's going to happen around 14 where and and I think we've already seen it. I think the bubble burst at uh, like midway through heaven's word, man. This is this is this is my thing is that I, I will disagree at this point in time because I'm I'm still. I'm still really hopeful for Stormblood because I, honestly, and from my perspective, I honestly think that fe- that Heaven's Word is going to take over. A part of me, Stormblood is going to take over the fucking. I'm not even kidding you guys. Like, I think I think that the amount of hype and the amount of exposure that this game is going to get in the next few weeks, like the next two weeks, and the amount of love it's going to get, and the amount, of, the amount of people talking about it, will dramatically sway the. It will dramatically sway a market of video gamers. I hope so. In a, in I a hope way, so too. In a way that we haven't seen in Final Fantasy 14 before. Yeah, and that's 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 honestly that's my hope. I hope because I've been talking about this shit for three years. Where if if Square Enix comes to the plate with wanting to develop better PvP and more raids and make it accessible to more people, they really have a legitimate chance at competing for the number one MMO in the world. In the in this in the current business atmosphere for what MMOs are, MMOs are a are even though they're very successful, they are a dying genre. They are games that are not continuing to grow. The MMO decade was is not this decade. So, I, and, and, and I agree with you. And when you look only at the data, that is the conclusion that you reach. But correct. but I want to challenge that because this is the same shit that people say about radio as a medium. Look at the way that your your fall off is happening on your audience under the age of 35. It's like a it's like a 90 degree drop off where you mm-hmm. go from engagement to fucking nothing. And that and yes. this the, I, I fully believe in my heart that the reason that that happens is because you have a disaffected portion of your audience that is not being met with anything that they recognize when they go to the medium or they're not being met with the uh, game that they wanted or was promised and, and and they just end up falling off. It's the exact I, same I thing. If you, the, the, if, the tough thing is it's really difficult to compare and I, I can't debate you and I can't argue. Did we lose? It's really oh. difficult to compare radio to an MMO because it's a it's a no 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 of, but it's a medium of of information and informa- like a, a absorbable information that that had its its beginnings fifty All years ago hundred years ago right no I mean? no 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 it, and 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 it's not it's not quite an apples to apples comparison but what my point is that you're talking about audience trends you're talking about audience behavior and when you see a large drop off and and you're going you know like you're going like you're discounting that is like ah we can absorb it or like 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 the thing that 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 radio is being short-sighted about is that that you know that age is going to keep creeping up soon it's going to be 45 and you see that fall off soon it's going to be 55 and you see that fall off what are you going to do when it gets to that point and they're like well we, 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 you know they have all all types of short-term answers but they don't have any long-term answers well, and I, i'm saying I, that square enix is doing the same thing that they have a lot of short-term answers but they have nothing in the bag for long term well, that's 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 not true i don't think at all because if you look at if you look at the way that they're literally fundamentally changing right now to be a lot more conducive to a new player experience that is conducive to long-term. And that's literally how they're following wow in this. Like we've talked about this for months. They're copying exactly what larger MMOs have done to allow for long-term growth and to allow for a new player base that has zero understanding of what final fantasy 14 is and just knows it's a video game and just knows it's an MMO to come in, come off the rip. If they want to invest even more money, they can immediately catch up, which is by itself an unbelievably untapped revenue stream 
that Final Fantasy is going to bank on. Hang, hang on. They are literally going to make millions of dollars on the ocean by itself. And that's another argument in another direction. But now, the now hang on. The you, you said, changes. Go ahead. You, you said that 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 World of War. I'm sorry that that other games have done this. OK. And the only thing that, that, that I have to say to that is World of Warcraft was the only one to be able to do this successfully and long term. Every okay. other game that has made concessions on the way that you advance your character has also made a negative concession where they say we're at the same time. They're saying, well, we're also going to take it free to play. OK, I, that, I just I disagree. I disagree. Cause who 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 has done that? Who has been able to add- I'll use Final Fantasy 11? and run out 11 straight up? You can go grab seven companions and level your way through the desert by yourself when you needed five other teammates to go do it in the past. Is that not a viable way for people to continue to progress? You're still having to play. You're you're still having to play the fucking game, though. (laughs) You're still like, that's the thing. Even if they're giving you companions, you're still having to play the game. You're still having to sit through the fucking cutscenes. You're not buying an item to fast forward. You pass through all that shit. And they stopped charging a monthly fee. They stopped charging a subscription when they did that. No, but you can't play the game. You can't really play the yeah, game. They, they have both models. They have a free to play and a subscription model, and you and don't get it's, shit it's, in the free to play. Almost the, it's almost the exact same thing that Final Fantasy fourteen does. They just don't give you the same amount of content in Final Fantasy fourteen and Star Wars: Zelda Republic. Like, Guess where we're headed, guys? Free to play. I, I think it's free think to it's play okay. territory, guys. Woo! Listen, that feels great, doesn't it? That, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Really? He he told us ourselves like he'd rather shut the game down than let it go free to play. No pay. If, no. It, uh, he also said no pay to win. And okay. it, see how that fucking went, Joe. That's also not Yoshi no, P's decision. Isn't though. Pay to win. Leveling isn't pay to win, though. I don't understand this. Level. How is le- how is a pay to win is when you pay for something you can't get otherwise. Like you pay for the best gear when you can't get in the game yeah pay to win is if i buy if i buy the 275 rip for 50 bucks like that's that's that it's not pay to win joe that's where we're headed that's where this that's where that is the logical conclusion for all of these concessions it is it's a a dramatic conclusion oh come on man you and 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 the thing is is that when they put those 270 weapons in the cash up you're gonna be like well it's a business decision oh they are they are they won't yeah they will oh they fucking will don't lie do not lie to yourself if they're going to give you a fast forward button on everything else you don't think that they're going to also be like hey if you want to buy the anime weapons that you didn't get that you decided to skip past that there's zero chance there's zero chance fuck that, that. they're I'll, bet, I'll make you a bet live right now i'll I, make you a hundred dollar bet fuck it I, dude i'm, te- I'm telling i'm i'm telling you at some point that is the logical conclusion to where this philosophy leads so that is the logical me, conclusion outside of all that other stuff like it is it's it's uh, the coolest thing about this right now is that square enix has given us just enough information so there there can be a dialogue there can be a dialogue like this like people draw their conclusions and it's all hype between now and stormblood and none of us are really going to know exactly what's going to happen in between now and when we get a chance to put our hands on the game the, the things that i will talk about is yes i am excited i'm i am i am incredibly excited about stormblood I think the new classes are going to be fun to play. I don't know whether the, any of them are going to like break the mold or anything like that. And that's just for time to tell. I will say, even though I am particularly upset about, um, and this is something that I do agree with you guys on 100%. I'm upset about the way they dumbed down PVP. 
Um, and this is something that's really big. I'm upset about the way they dumbed down PVP for somebody that's done a lot into this PVP community. And, and, and that is emblematic. That is emblematic of every fucking it's not, it's decision, not piece of decision making that's no. coming out it's of Square Enix. It's, it's still is. not problematic. It is. It's not. Stop talking I, for a second. I didn't say emblematic. I read the PVP changes and I was like, okay, this actually might make PVP fun for me. Maybe I'll start it. Exactly. That's exactly so, right. So for, for me personally, for somebody that's worked really hard and in, in doing my best to expose PVP and get more people excited about PVP and the current systems that they have, it undercuts you because it does undercut me. And, yeah. and for anybody who wants to, for anybody who wants to, you know, talk about how good I am at PVP, it's regardless. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whatsoever. If the bottom line is I've been broadcasting PVP and I've been talking about PVP for three years in this game and all of the effort and the time that I've put into getting my gear and yep. learning and teaching people. It's all out it's, the window. It's all out the window. However, that doesn't mean it's not a good thing. It's getting more people interested and involved a bad thing. Exactly. So but everybody, if, it, but that, if that's, if this, if this is what they're going to do every fucking expansion cycle, which evidence shows that it is, then how can you invest your, how can you expect people to invest themselves long-term like you did? If the clock is being reset every two years. All I, all I can say is this, uh, from what we've seen from this video game, Square Enix gauging the majority of the community and catering content, catering the future, de- future development of this video game to what to, the needs of the community are to, to an extent. When this, when this game comes out, there will be a huge feedback period, and I'm sure that they will make adjustments from here for the future. They are and ca- we're, we're going to see changes. But. They, they are catering this game to the people who have not been paying the monthly subs, the people who have not invested the time, the money, or the effort to go out to things like FanFest. They're investing where they see the value, and this is the part, this is the part that pisses me off, where they see the value is in the gains to be made in other people who have not been floating the cost of this game already. And there is... And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. You need to do that. That's a business decision that's necessary. But they're doing it at the expense of... Your 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 veteran player base, and that is the thing that I have a problem do, with. Do you know why? This is the reason why. So if you talk about the veteran Be, player base, because the veteran game, player the vet- base is gone the, already. You lost the, the them vet- at Gordius. Correct. The veteran player base of this video game is going to want to come back regardless of what they put out. The veteran player base of this video game is such a, is so much of a smaller percentage of what the actual income and the revenue that this video game makes from a business standpoint, literally, and this is as, fa- as much fact as you can possibly break it down to from a business perspective. They literally say, we don't fucking care. We're not going to continue to develop content for the veteran players. We're going to continue to content to create content towards the new casuals. And that's where you get the PVP decisions and all of the the rest of the stupid bullshit that's coming along with Stormblood. It's sustainable in the short run, but is that really sustainable in the long run? It is not. If you're consistently catering towards new players, eventually those new players become veteran players. And then they're still catering to the new players. So then those veteran players quit. It doesn't change though, Joe. It's been the same shit they've been continually trying to cater to new players which is where we get shit like lords of verminion i can't hey man, i can't even sit here dude i can't even sit here and take that line of logic seriously where where it's like a trickle down effect like oh you'll have new players that end up becoming veterans well no not if you continue to develop only content for your new players yeah, those, those new players who become veterans will then quit so i don't exactly. know how sustainable it is if they're consistently bringing in new players but not keeping them the game, in the long the run you're not gonna have the any players 
they've been doing it for four years and it's still a game. And, so it is uh, still you guys a game, are still but playing. It is not, there's playing, nowhere like, near as many players as there was at AARR or even at Heavensward. Like it's, people, it's honestly like a, it's a 20 to 30% drop. No, it's not. No, no I don't believe well, what it. Are your, where are your statistics on the actual amount of where, uh, what are, where are right yours? Now? What are yours, they man? The it's all the, anecdotal. The maximum amount of subs that this game has had is between 700 and 800,000 maximum concurrent <laughs> it's, active subs. It's all That's anecdotal. We don't get any information on subs, the number of current subs or anything like that from Square Enix. So all of this there, is speculation there, straight up. There is there is first party, but this game is bigger. This game is bigger. If you compare it to everybody else, if you compare what? The reason why I go off of this is because people say that Star Wars The Old Republic is dead. And I, I did the investigation. I went out and I did I did the research. And pe- the Final Fantasy XIV is bigger than Star Wars The Old Republic in terms of active concurrent subs. And there's 500,000 active concurrent subs as of December 2016. So this game has more than 500,000 active concurrent subs. That's a 20 that's a 20 percent drop off. That is a, between a 20 and 30 percent drop off from the beginning of Heaven's Word to where right now. And obviously 500,000 active concurrent subs, plus the amount of people that spend money on Fantasia potions and buy up all the Odin and everything like that, that, that buy, continue to buy the game. This game is doing very well and it is literally no chance of of dying. It is no chance of dying at this current point in time. And if you look at a smaller video game, that's Star Wars Old Republic. Star Wars Old Republic is the second most profitable EAIP in the world. In the world, outside of, I forget what the first one is. And that's an MMO. And that's an MMO. And that can be looked up and, and Googled if you want to look at that. Regardless of the amount of people that we know, we sub or not, this game is going to continue to make money. So the point is... Getting new people is going to help the business. Old people will come back. People who failed in Alexander one, they'll two, come and back three, and then leave and again. And yeah, that's exactly. They'll, they'll Nick, go, but this is the thing. Nika understands. Nika gets it, and that's okay. There's a very small percentage. Twenty to forty thousand people cleared all of the Where rates. Are you getting these numbers, Joe? A12S. How many? How many people have cleared? There were some census numbers. There's a there's a census every year. That's it. Those are the only numbers that you can compare one one against another. They're first party Googleable numbers. Like you can Google them. Square Enix doesn't thousand people. Yes, census. So they did tell us how many people cleared the raids. That was one of the stats. If you if you look at if you look at this stuff, like they're clearly not going to care about catering as much content to forty thousand. Did we so oh, no. con- continuing, continuing through that, like they're going to continue to make this game accessible to new people. And what's good for new people is good for the video game. I'm telling you flat out, we're going to see an incredible rise in subs. Not on, a, on not day a, one. Not a, on but, day but, one. A fucking four-year-old game. subs stick oh, around shit. once they hit 60, once they get to the end game stuff? How many of how, those subs? Yeah, we're going to see, obviously gonna, at a new expansion, we're going to see a huge rise of subs. But how many are going to stick around past six months? How many? How many? I don't know how many people are going to spend 80 bucks to get a level 60 character off the rip, though. Who cares? Because they already spent 80 bucks. Whether they stick for 15 months or not, that's so amazing for business from Square Enix's standpoint. Well, they're already making money. They're prepping themselves 60 bucks for an expansion plus twenty five dollars. That keeps them afloat for how long? How many people can they engage? It's the sales aspect. It's the business aspect. They can continue to survive for for another two years maybe off the first two months okay but this is the same fucking justification that they use to introduce a fucking uh 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 uh, a cash shop into the game uh everyone reviled that choice when they decided that they were going to do that and then and again this has just been small concessions as we continue to go on and it's fucking horseshit man like okay fine 
if you want to say that that's just good business, fine. The cash shop was just good business too. And and you know what I mean? Like the, how many how many concessions as a fucking community do we put up with before we go? Uh, you're you're taking this game that we all really loved and you're turning it into World of Warcraft. This, this is the biggest thing. Is regardless of everything that I've said. The reason why there's a fundamental differ- difference in our arguments is because this is a community-based place. And if, I, if I'm going to frame any of my thoughts around the community it's aspect... Not. It's not. I'm, it's, it's, I'm, it's business. No, no, I'm, saying not, I'm not the game. I'm talking about your stream. I'm talking about this, this podcast. I'm talking about this broadcast right now. When I talk about... And if I am to frame any of my thoughts around the community aspect, I have to agree with every single one of you guys on it. Because it is unfortunate and it's sad and it's frustrating to know that I've been subscribed to this game for three years and that the majority of content is not going to be catered to the way that I play the game. Square Enix Enix, is something that I do agree with you guys on. Square Enix is pissing on our heads and telling us that it's raining. That's that's what they're they're doing. They're becoming EA. How often do we make or you know do, do we criticize EA for being cash grabbing? You're right, Joe. You're right. Everything they're doing from a business standpoint is great, but as a consumer, what this does to me is I don't feel like this company values me as a person. Which Not, okay, fine. That they co- don't. Let's do they, that. What, they don't. Okay. Though. They don't. All right. Then we can agree that what they're of doing course. is all right. Okay. So, so why would we want to play a game that doesn't value us as people? Exactly. I don't like yes. like that. Yeah, exactly. You guys. And, and, and like the point is, like, do you want to have a game where you sub for one month, maybe two months, every patch cycle, and then tune out? It, like, that's it, not it the hurt. kind of game that we want to no. have. And that's why it, we're it saying hurts, it hurts. This it hurts sucks. my heart. It hurts my heart in, in two different ways. I'll make another analogy. It, it does suck. And I'll, I'll sp- speak specifically from my perspective right now. So for me, like from somebody that literally spent $3,000 to travel in the, in the year of 2015 and 2016 to attend every single Square Enix point of contact at every Penny Arcade Expo, at E3, at Final Fantasy 15 Uncovered. I, I came out of pocket to make sure that I was visible and promoting Final Fantasy 14 in every single way I possibly could. I was invited out to Final Fantasy 14 Fan Fest Las Vegas to announce the PvP tournament. And for the for the consideration for the media tour for Final Fantasy 14, I never got an email. I never got a message. And all of my all my points of inquiry have been ignored. So for me personally, like yep. I see where it's going and it hurts me. Yeah. It hurts my heart. And it makes me it honestly makes me want to play other games. Joe, it let, makes me want to go out and play other games. Joe, that's, she that's wants you to play other games. And and and, and, and Joe, uh, this is this is the thing, is that we experienced the exact same fucking thing when this was a I Final know, Fantasy eleven show. <laughs> you and I, I are not so different. Right. <laughs> that's where that's where I agree with you guys hundred So for me, I and know I know that it's a sour feeling. It's somewhat anti it is like it's like looking at the world through rose-colored glasses, but I'm still going to remain hopeful because I think this video game, I really think this video game has the potential to explode. And if it does, I, I know that we're going to see a lot more content in the future. So for me, like all these new stuff catering to the casuals, catering to new players, it's going to be good. It's still not going to make them better. I'm still going to be a hardcore PVE and still play PVP at a higher level. So I'm still going to keep doing my thing. But I can I tell just you, though, there's a lot of veteran stuff. players like you, like us, who are playing because we see the potential in the game. And I think that Stormblood, <laughs> sorry, I think that Stormblood has that this is their make or break, honestly. Like, we're all like, exactly. oh, heaven's word, they need to change it, they need to change it. And they, exactly. they didn't. The raid, I mean, they even made it with the normal mode, but even still, they made the raid cycle was the same bullshit of the eight man, 24 man, eight man, 24 right. man bullshit. And it seems like it's going to be more of the same. Now, maybe right. the battle changes will be enough to make it feel new and fun for us. Who knows? We don't know that at this point in time. But I think that even though the veteran player base that still plays is very small and the veteran player base that's going to come back is very small. If Stormblood does not change, we will see a huge falling off. Huge despite falling off. The big, 
sub increase we will see at launch. I feel like yes. the, 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 the reason we're all still here is because we see the potential. Right. The question is, does Square Enix see the potential and will they act on it? And if that's the case, do they give a shit about any of their players beyond the people who are subbing day one? And my okay. point and my point has and I, I totally agree with that uh, assessment, Nika. And my point has been given the amount of decisions that we know about right now, all signs point to fucking no. All signs point to they don't care about retaining their long-term player base. And 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 again, I think I think the mistake here is not specifically because I have such an emotional investment in FF14. I think that that's a fundamental business mistake for any MMO that has been out on the market for 4 plus years. Sorry. It just yeah. is. And mm-hmm. I, whether whether, you know, like I would say that same shit about EverQuest if they made the same decision. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just we don't you know, like we don't sit around and talk about the other dumb decisions that MMOs make when when Elder Scrolls. Right. Like I thought when when Elder Scrolls online went free to play that that was going to be a really bad decision for them. I've been wrong. Like, dude, I've been wrong tons of times. It actually did show a long, a, a pretty big and significant short term turning around for them. And they've been able to make that game into something that people really enjoy playing and what i what i see happening here with ff14 is the reverse of that that we're sort of whittling this down to you know where where it'll only appeal to 17 people in the entire world while trying to appeal to everyone because when you try to appeal to everyone you appeal to no one the, 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 the yes yes and when everyone's special nobody is and that's that's right that's the biggest thing that i wanted to come in and chime in earlier i shit playing in the background from youtube when everybody's special nobody is and you know everybody's universal and everybody gets a medal for just participation and whatever it is but the last point i got to make before i run out of here i got to go to a barbecue yeah no problem yeah, yeah we we've it's yeah. all good it's i really appreciate the time the the last point i'll try to make is the big turnaround for elder scrolls online was one tamriel and one tamriel was another move exactly like this right here where they made the game um that they made every single area in the game sync to your level and you could play with anybody anytime anywhere and that made it and caters to casual players that weren't locked by area and they could play with anybody in the game and it opened up huge amounts of opportunities in terms of the community and accessibility and that was a big move for them so i would say honestly not the not the free-to-play aspect but the the the, the fundamental change in development where they made the game accessible to more people yeah was one of the big things that made elder scrolls a difference i gotta run right now yeah no 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 thank you guys for real i love you guys so much and i'm so proud of y'all Joe. I'm so proud of y'all for busting your ass. There's a new community of people that are watching Final Fantasy 14 and the effort and the time that you guys have put into your broadcast and the, the effort and time that you guys put into your community is going to be paying off huge. We'll I'm see. so happy to see you guys doing well. And we'll I love see, you man. so much. Thank Aurelia. you, Joe. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, for as much as we may disagree and uh, it may get contentious and we may yell at each other, uh, there is always still love when it comes down to uh, Limit Break Radio and JNF. Make sure that you check them out. Twitch.tv slash Joe Never Fails. Go over uh, follow him, subscribe to him. Uh, he's doing excellent stream uh, stream content. Uh, again, twitch.tv slash Joe Never Fails. And something that I wanted to um, uh, you know double back on from uh, the chat here is Lord Poundcake saying, hey, Nero, other than uh, your own money, why should Square Enix care about us veterans? And my point is, is that the veterans, the ones who are still here, as Nika had pointed out, have been the ones that are largely continuing their sub- We're the biggest uh, cheerleaders for the game too we're the ones sitting here like joe's saying too we're the ones sitting here streaming trying to advertise the game every time i go to a fucking convention and people are talking to me i bust out the fact that i play 14 you do you play what server you want you should play let me tell you why here's all the fun things about the game like i've been playing since 1.0 and i'm one of the biggest cheerleaders of the game but when i think about the things i'm excited for 
it's literally samurai and the battle changes when i'm right. thinking about the end game content or things that veteran players actually that i do with my friends and with my husband on the game none of that is what's exciting me right now and and, and the thing is, like, is i just don't know where this is going to go I, i'm not and 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 the thing is is we're not speaking from the perspective of of people who think that square enix needs to be reaching out to us directly or interacting with us we're fine like it, it there's this is not a personal axe to grind where we're like square enix is ignoring us like that's <laughs> we know they're not going to talk to us ever like that's we're the, fine with that and I that's the, yeah like like joe had pointed out that um you know that that uh he's really gone uh to to you know great lengths to really make himself available to square enix and square enix has not really kind of taken that opportunity and that's fine like and again we had said during the 11 days we knew that like that's why when we brought this show back for ff14 we said well okay we don't really give a shit about what square enix thinks about the show mm-hmm. even again thank you for square enix for allowing us to do the show and not you know sending your lawyers after us but at the same time like why should we give a shit about what they think let's just throw our opinions out there uh you know regardless of uh if square enix thinks that this is going to be the best point of view to sell more copies of their game or not they don't do shit for us they don't they're not helping us pay our bills so why the fuck should we do that and this that's why you have the objectiveness of this show like i think you know um when when other people you know go and listen to to ff14 shows out there um I, I one of the things that i hear a lot is like you guys just tell it like it is like yeah it may be salty a lot of the time but you know it's it is honest like you're you're telling you're telling me how a change or something makes you feel and i think that that's valuable uh, 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 more so than contorting yourself or justifying you know finding all manner of reasons to justify why the company would make that decision you're you're trying to make make excuses for a company instead of you know talking about the real organic aspect of the community the community is the thing that i find interesting not square enix i could give a fuck about square enix because clearly square enix don't give a fuck about me so why should you being a player right exactly not not a media commentator not a podcast figure not a community (laughs) figure but me as a player and again why does square why should square enix care about the vets because we have been the ones who for four years when good times and in bad have been holding on to the subscription in in the hopes that the game will improve and i think that nika you're really right you hit the nail on the head that as soon as veteran players find out that they're not going to be really even supported or thought about by Square Enix in this expansion cycle and that they find out that the content is virtually interchangeable from what we had in Heaven's Word and subsequently A Realm Reborn, I think you're right, Nika. You're going to see those people who have just been kind of hanging on because they love the game or they love the idea of the game, they're going to fall off. And that's that includes folks like us. And and that, that, that sucks to admit and that sucks to be honest about but that's honestly what i see happening moving forward and that's that's what trying to and i'm not saying cater the entire game to your veteran player base i'm saying give us more than the same shit that you've been giving us that's yeah. that's my problem. You have to make the veterans excited to play your game. Yes, again. yes. As much as you're trying to entice new people in, don't make us have to play no, your game for tombstones. Come, come make back it so to we Vanity want to play your game. Come back to Eorzea. Trump, the comeback campaigns where you get to play for one free weekend. You're going to see a lot more of those during Stormblood. <laughs> telling yeah. you right no, now, like that's their answer to bring veteran players back. Is hey, you get to play one weekend for free to see 
what more that's actually, that's like, gonna be disastrous because they're gonna see everything your game has to offer in that one weekend and it's gonna oh. be the same fucking thing and, like, and, yeah, and that's happening back and see more yeah. of the same and they're gonna not resub yeah yeah and that's that's the frustrating thing and I, I understand look there are people in the chat who are you know newer to the game they don't understand where this burnout or where this frustration is coming from they they just they you know the, the game is great we love playing this game but we've played all of this game and 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 we played it again for heaven's word and now we're gonna have to play it again for Stormblood. and it's and and again when it's the retread of the same thing oh okay there's new there, sorry guys there's new patterns that you got to memorize that's the, it they're replacing dragons Fuck. with weeaboos that's it <sighs> what heaven's word was heaven's about dragons, dragons and now um storm is about weeaboos oh right okay yeah, that makes sense yeah yeah, no. I look. I agree. And, and this whole idea, like, like you guys are sitting here, when we, when, like when I uh, compared SE to basically being EA now. Oh well, they're a business. Of course, that's what they're supposed to do. But there is such thing as people believing in the businesses or the companies that they support. Okay? Not only that, but there's a there's a difference between a good business decision and and uh, you know what looks good on paper and what's going to increase mm-hmm. your bottom line. And then there's the the actual like sociology involved with the way that people end up spending their money because again this all kind of in a circular way this all kind of hinges on the fact that look we're still paying 12 a month to be able to have access to this game 25 we're we're still playing you know we're still paying every single month to have access to this game and at some point like dude i'm I'm gonna tell you right now uh subscriber burn is gonna be a real thing for as much as people for as much as the the bubble around twitch is gonna burst the bubble around everything being a subscription a 499 subscription that's also going to burst as well because at some point people are going to realize oh i'm getting hit for 200 dollars a month because of the amazon prime subscription the netflix subscription the two mmos that i'm playing the you know what not I mean? playing yeah <laughs> not or not playing in this case and then you have video game companies who are coming to you with hands open going microtrans microtrans like yeah, get them skin boxes you, yeah you want to you want to yeah like they dangle that out there like hey you want to you want to get ahead you don't want to spend as much time having to grind here here microtrans ahead of it it's fucking scummy like it's it, it at some point it but under, it's good business it, it, it you know what i'm sure that they see tons of money from it i'm sure that they do but you know what? It's That's good not short-term gonna, business. It's not going to last. That's what it is. You talk about giving all this money to these Fuck. big streamers like Lyric, right? To to play your game, to get a few people to play. If you were to take that money instead, invest it into a bigger development team so that you can make content for both the casual and the hardcore people, you ever stop to think that if you're keeping all of your players happy, they will stick around, then they will bring people in who will probably stick around instead of the one, you know, the few people that Lyric bring in that don't stick around. Or, and or maybe, just maybe, Lyric will want to play your game for free because he wants to play your it's a good game. Because it's a fucking good game. Maybe that. Maybe you, maybe, maybe. Spoiler alert, Lyric plays games that doesn't get paid for them sometimes. Maybe, maybe if you made the game good in the first place, you wouldn't have to spend money to get people to play it. Oh my god. Think of that. Like I, look, that requires fuck. brain cells. I think back to when oh. I was playing FF11, or even when I'm playing WoW. The amount of effort that I put into trying to get other people to play, I've th- I've done that twice for Final Fantasy 14, and 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 the most recent one, like I started to convince them, and then like a few days later, I'm like, you know, maybe not. I don't want them to hate me for this. Maybe wait a month. Yeah. 
But see, I know a bunch of new players. Like, I have some real life friends that I actually kind of convinced to get the game, and then she convinced her sister to play, and they're actually having a whole lot of fun leveling up and doing dungeons and pals of the dead and all that stuff. Like, that's they're enjoying it. So I'm also that's a fine, bit sad but they're, they're also being exposed to this shit very, you know, very recently. Time. Yeah. And it and it is fun. Like but it's it's real that there is still enough content for new players to enjoy. I totally so yes. Two things. One. So why, why why not let the like why introduce the jump potion if the new players are still enjoying this current new player content? And two is why not focus on the end game players if the new players have stuff to do already? Because it's not about it's not about the journey anymore, Nika. And and again, this is the fundamental design philosophy that that, that I really uh, dislike. Is that it's not about the journey. It's not about the um you know. The the, the the path that you end up taking and the choices that you make. No, 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 no. It's now about the choices that the developer makes for you. Yeah, and the and way that you, they respond to your criticism. That's bullshit. And I think you did hit the nail on the head with the, the, with the uh, Steps of Faith nerf because when I look back on it now, the Steps of Faith pre-nerf was the last time I remember somebody helping someone with something just to help for no other reason. Yep. Like, there were people who were sitting around... Oh, Making classes easier to play extends the longevity of most players' subscriptions and also allows for them to expand on the mechanical aspects of raid bosses without worrying about introducing artificial difficulty such as Gordias. Look, a lot of the decisions that they're making on their own, you're right, that's not a big deal. Making the classes easier here. Homogenizing there. Adding a fucking boost potion. Each of those things all by themselves, there's nothing wrong with them individually. But the point is, when you look at the way that Square Enix has been changing things and making things easier, and concession after concession after concession... And we're not getting anything that, in, in exchange yeah, for it either. All of that development time is going to making things easier to bring new people in. Could you imagine the type of game that we would have right now if all of the development time was spent on more dungeons, more... More raid bosses, varied mechanics. I mean, when you look at the way that these raids are, four bosses, four bosses, four bosses, in circle rooms, and then you look at something like World of Warcraft, that in a single patch gives you 12 bosses in a place that looks like it could be an actual zone, I just, I don't understand how you can think that giving all of this dev development time to things like crossovers out of Yoshi P's own mouth, doing a crossover would take a year and a half of development. What the fuck? Not only, you know what? Here's here's another thing that 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 kind of irks me, okay? Is that, you know, we made the concession of like, yeah, okay, fine. Put the cash up. Like like we compartmentalize the outrage from the cash shop. Most of us as a, and I'm speaking as a player base not as as the show, but as as a player base, we mostly compartmentalized the reaction to the cash shop because the justification was, look, this is going to allow us to be able to make a better game. It's been a year and a half we've had the cash shop in we've accepted that concession where is the better game that i was promised we, we have to make more economic concessions your, your players have to buy more shit for you to for, for you to like think that you can make a better game we, we're already giving you shit for mounts and minions and hairstyles and fucking, I don't even know what else is in the fucking cash out. Die. Die, whatever. Okay? We, <laughs> we've, already, you, we've already given you money for that on, 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 on the idea that this game was going to get better. Where's the better part? I just see more concessions to try to attract people to play this game that are not me. And fine, if you want to say, oh, well, that's really a selfish way to look at it, Nero. Well, 
Ask yourself how much money you've spent just in subscriptions alone for this game. We get to be a little selfish when we're spending money on the game. I, when with you're, a subscription fee on the game. Yes, when you are, when when the ask that the developer is making of you is to spend every month money on their game, then guess what? I think I get to kind of contextualize where I fit in to that development plan because guess what? That's an investment. I'm making an investment in the future of this game. And if I think that this is bullshit, man, I guess what? I vote with my feet. I'll take my money and go somewhere else. That's just the truth. And and I don't think that I'm alone. Like, that's the problem is that I'm not trying to raise the banners and say, oh, well, you know what, guys? We, I guess we should all quit FF14 now. I'm just making my own personal fucking decisions based on what Square Enix is doing. And I don't think that I'm alone. Uh, no, let's look at Bill Murray's call earlier saying that you guys are voicing opinions that need to be heard. I, well, you can you can have the opposite opinion and still well, of course, you find can. value sure. in this discussion, which sure. I which we hope that all 500 people that are watching right now, would, you know, obviously do. Um, and, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, like th- these conversations are really important, especially because, you know, this is a community built and and and. Uh, you know, based game like the community, you know, you guys can be like, well, we as a community, we can only really just accept what Square Enix hands down. Well, no, you don't have to because you're the economic engine that drives this game. And if if they lose you, they're going to be losing other people, too. I mean, maybe maybe I can't see the forest beyond the trees and maybe that's on me. But I think objectively, when when you know and and you know fucking the these these magic server numbers that square enix puts out i don't know where those exist um but you know yeah you can it, like, there wasn't a blog post about I was gonna it say, i've never seen server numbers but i do remember a a chart that showed the percentage of people and the number that cleared I, and content. i and i remember a a third party website that was tracking the they number of logins yeah, yeah exactly but that, that 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 information straight up does not come from square enix they don't, they don't tell us what subscription numbers are. They fudge them. They say, oh, there are 5 million players have subscribed. No, they're not. 5 million accounts. At one yeah, point during another. Million, there's 5 million characters. 5 million all characters. All the alts and random bullshit. I have like five characters. Do I play any of the other ones? No. Exactly. Exactly. So we know that Square Enix is totally comfortable fudging those numbers. And, you know, and, and they don't, and they withhold them. Like, it's not like we get, you know, monthly server updates on how many people are logging in we just don't and and the only thing that we have to judge by is what we see in front of us when we log in and what i see when i log in is not encouraging the numbers of people that are logged in and doing stuff is not encouraging and i don't think and and i'm not just speaking to right now either as a player that bought in in the first iteration of ffxiv this game has gotten a lot better I've been a sub since launch and I agree with you on the veteran content. I however think the big draw to this is story. It's what brings me in. Lots to consider. No, it's true. The, the story's incredibly compelling. And incredibly good. But that Which is why you want to jump potion it. But that's... Again, that's... <laughs> yeah, right? Like, but... But but again, like... I can play single-player sto- uh, games for their story. That's not why I want to play an MMO. I agree that the story is good. And the story is a critical thing for my enjoyment. But one week. it's not the reason 
that I log in. It's not the reason that I keep playing. And I don't want that to be the compelling reason moving forward why I'm logging in or playing. And yet, somehow, I'm the asshole. I don't know, but I will say that if the story sucked, I probably would stop playing. Because I want yeah. both. I wanted the story. Why, why, why is it one or the other? Why is it good story and boring gameplay or a boring story and good gameplay? Why can't we have both? Well, and that's the thing is that there is literally no reason that you can't have both. It's, a, it's kind of just, it's, it's, it's like lightning in a bottle when you get both. You know what I mean? It's, it, you, most people try for that. Like, that's, that's the attempt that most people make when they make a video game. But very few video games actually achieve that, that, that status. I mean, they did in 2.0. They had a lot of praise in 2.0. There was a lot of praise going around for this game in 2.0. And the way that they turned it well, around from 1.0. Because 0, look at the shit pile that 1.0 was. Yeah. Well, no, because, look, I didn't judge 2.0 by the merits of 1.0. I judged it by the merits of mm-hmm. 2.0. And 2.0 is very good. Yeah. You can listen back to the old LBRs. You can listen to how hype and excited I was for this game. Right. And, and, and again, it's, it's, this, is more em, this is more emblematic of the fact that we know what we're going to be getting mm-hmm. moving forward. That there's like kind of no surprise uh, that's, that's going to be coming down the pike for Juxta, you played 1.0. You weren't impressed Briefly. with the game. Yeah. Uh, so when 2.0 came back around, I started playing it first. You weren't playing it at first. No. What brought you to actually play Final Fantasy XIV? Well, I had a friend, and he really enjoyed the game, and he oh. was the one who said, you need to play this game. It's actually good again. So mm. I, I started playing, and then suddenly I'm paying $25 a month for <laughs> about three years now. Yeah. If you weren't playing right huh. now, I guarantee you I would not be able to get you to play. Yeah. 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 So Square Enix... And just invest in your veterans. I, I they j- will bring new people in for you. Again, I, I, I mean, that is that is true. Like your veterans are your biggest cheerleaders, and I don't think they realize that. If like we're here and we are saying either no, the game shit, don't play it, or we're saying yes, it's so much fucking fun, you should play it every second of your day. Like who? That we can be that advertising for you if you just let us. Word of mouth works. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, Bo- act- it works both ways. And you, know, you know what? I'm going to say wo- word of mouth, specifically for an MMO, yeah, is way more compelling of a reason for someone to pick up the game than if they were being marketed to, than if they saw an ad on the TV. Uh, yeah, the, uh, FF14 or, or Storm, Storm, Stormblood at fucking WrestleMania, right? Or Lyric playing it. Right, exactly. Yes, exactly. And that's what is so frustrating about this is that this is just this is just discounting what you already have. You're discounting the people that you already have. It's it's fucking ugh. ugh. Let's go back to our phone lines and uh talk to Orpheus Hiddenier. What's up, Orpheus? Uh, I'm doing good. How's everybody doing today? Uh, besides this heated conversation. Yeah, well, it's hot in the studio, too, believe me. <laughs> I can imagine so. Anyway, I just wanted to call in because uh, I didn't have an opportunity to call in last week. was working, and now I'm working today, but I got a few minutes. Uh, I noticed the uh, complete evisceration of the weebs <laughs> last week. Oh, you noticed oh, that, huh? Oh, huh. so good. It oh, still yeah. hurt. Oh. oh, yeah. And, and I noticed a bit, of, a bit of that sprinkled into this show here and there. But I, I do want to point out, I'm very disappointed. Very disappointed. Oh. Because I, 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 I do not recall hearing the most important thing about the weeps. What is that? I do not re- Of all the things that were covered, I cannot believe that we are going to miss the weeb lord. 
we are going to miss over the fact that Xenos is clearly dressed in his shitty riding cosplay out of a revengeance. <laughs> he went to Doma to play that game, and then he decided, I'm going to get all dressed up. I'm going to use that big old holster to, use, to do them super samurai skills and stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then he got kicked out because everybody was like, we don't want this otaku weeb shit in here. Get this the fuck out. What the and, fuck uh, are you talking <laughs> We deserve bubble baths. It's so, clearly. Your hair looks nice. <laughs> no, I'm looking at Son pictures of him right now, and his outfit looks nothing like Raiden. What the fuck are you talking? Hence, hence the shitty part. <laughs> Look, Raiden is a ninja. Xenos is a samurai. Those are also very different. I like no, no, no. I, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna one is very good. The other one is a samurai. I'm gonna support Orpheus. <laughs> I'm gonna support Orpheus in this headcanon that the reason that Xenos is kind of an outsider in the Garlean Empire is because everyone just player. knows he's a weeb. <laughs> that know. that. Like when you actually when you see his room, right? Like we've seen him in the throne room, but when when you see his room, it's just covered in fucking wall scrolls, and yeah. and he's got he's got two entire cabinets that have all of his DVDs and VHS for all of his anime and hentai. By the way, the anime and hentai are are organized separately. Everything is alphabetical, and everything is labeled and cataloged. I think that would honestly, honestly, that would make me hate. Xenos more than anything else that he could do in the game. That I mean, that Yoshi P was very was very clear that we are we we are supposed to hate Xenos like he is supposed to drive that heat. And I think that yeah, if you made him a weeb, that would drive the heat so much. Your average twenty five dollar thirty a month on subscriptions. Fantasius and retainers doesn't compare to tens or hundreds of fifteen dollars subs. Please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. Uh, we can't have an individual opinion because more people. Ha Wait, what? No, no, uh, no. But is it basically you are a little tiny needle in a haystack of a million people? And and, and I, I don't like. Is your point that you know that that because. Uh, you know, because the comparative amount of money that's coming in with cash shopped items is less than your sub money that we can just simply ignore it as as a promise that was dangled out to us that would make the game better that we're just supposed to discount that. Oh, oh, well, naturally, it's not going to bring a bring as many as uh, as as, uh, you know, subscription. Uh, it's, it's not going to bring as much money as subscription costs do. Of course, it's not. Of course, it's not. All of that money was supposed to be icing on the cake to make this shit better. And instead, what we get is marketing. Get fucking WrestleMania. That's that's what I that's what I take umbrage with. That's what I get fucking worked up about. Is that like they there have been countless times where they've said we've made this decision because it's good for business and it's going to allow us to make the game that we want. Is this the game that you wanted? That it's hitting us up for fucking money again and again and again? Fucking A, man. Again, this is why free-to-pay uh, or free-to-play decisions come along with something like this. Is because if you're going to try to entice the most amount of people into playing your game, uh, fuck it. Stop making them pay for it. Because that is... Uh, people become very critical of your product as soon as they have to pay every month for it. Anyway, we got sidetracked off of the the weebiness um, and uh, and 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 uh, kind of knocked off off of uh, 
how weeby is or isn't Xenos. I, 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 again, I think if you just make him a weeb, you, you end up, yeah, and, you end up driving and, and, and all you know of what? that, that aggression. And yeah. I, I really like the idea that like he was sent out to, you know, either uh, Othard or, or Mordona or, or whatever, because everyone in Garlean and Garlemald's like, nah, get that otaku out of here. We don't want to fucking deal with his ass. Yes. I like that. Uh, thanks for the call, Orpheus. We appreciate it. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, we're kind of getting close to the end of the show here. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We haven't gotten through uh, nearly all of these these changes that are coming. But uh, the thing is, is again, I think that this discussion is way more valuable uh, than going over the notes that you could sit around and watch a a producer live letter to get, uh, you know, to get an explanation of. And and again, if, if you are walking away from this episode confused... Such a great conversation today. I would like to send the team a gift. Where do I have Papa John's deliver the four large pineapple pizzas? <laughs> Shut up, you little weasel. Oh, don't. Get uh, the fuck out of here. It, it, you know I'm, I'm not even going to, to defend the pineapple because Papa John's made me sick, so I'm not even. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Not even that's the thing. That's, a little bit. See, see, that's the thing is, you know, and I, I made reference to this earlier, uh, and, and this is, uh, you know, I didn't want to get too tinfoil hat with shit just yet, but I, 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 I want to. I mean, this, this seems like a pretty good uh, time as any. But um, I, I got to say, like, the fact that Square Enix put this uh, producer live letter on a Monday, <laughs> I, I really like I feel like that was done to minimize well, hold on. That's been to done minimize before. the outrage. Wait, no, it's never been done. It's never before. been done before. Oh, hmm. they, I mean, to be, to be fair, they were in what, Korea? That was they were they were somewhere else. What, Korea? Yeah, they were somewhere else where they, they, I thought they were in Europe with all of the Japanese buildings and the yeah. Asian inspired buildings behind them. Where were yeah. they? Fucking. Uh, where would they China have been? Town. Germany. They were in Germany? Everyone's saying Germany. Really? That's what the chat says. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Stupid Whatever. idiot. Listen to Juxy. He's right. <laughs> well, t- Taro, Taro, the reason, that, the reason that, that we're pointing out a specific day is we think that they did it specifically to so minimize that, the reaction to, so that you guys would have six days to sit on this and feel like figure out how you terms, really feel come to terms with it yeah there, right? and and the thing is we we know you know just from how much square enix has been talking about it we know that this decision was probably made long ago i gotta I, look remember I, when they were like maybe we'll do it uh in the fifth expansion that was a thing that was said at one point, yep. right? Yeah, maybe. And and the thing is, is they remained totally non-committal to the idea of jump potions right until four weeks before the release of the fucking expansion. Especially I, because when they said something so about jump potions him. before, they're like, "Well, it'll probably come, but not right at release. It'll come after release." Fucking yeah. horseshit! No, uh-huh. you're putting it in, putting it, putting it there at uh, early access. You fucking, Where are you bitch, fucking assholes! Like that's the thing is that if if Square Enix had any amount of balls and they actually cared about the dialogue or the discussion between them and their community, which they've claimed to care. I don't think that they do care, but if they did, they would have announced this discussion, or they would have announced this decision at the very first FanFest, and they would have bared the brunt of the reaction from their player base and gotten a very good idea on just how just how many people uh, are alienated by, by a choice like this. And you know what? If all of you in the chat that have been trying to shout me down the entire fucking time uh and uh and say that you know oh well you just you don't know what you're talking about you're dumb uh you know like if if square enix really wanted to find out what the reaction was from their player base they should have put it out there then because that's your most dedicated player base the people who are at fan fest yeah and they didn't 
They chose not to. They put it at the end of the big, giant, awesome battle changes that everyone's hyped about. Yes. So hopefully they don't notice the jump potion. It's fucking horse shit. That's a cowardly decision. I mean, you guys could talk about jump potions, but you've already talked about jump potions for like eight months prior. So instead, look at these new shiny battle things that you're really excited you about. We changes. Had, we had three fucking episodes about jump potions, and that was not what we had set out to talk about. That was not by taking, choice. That was through taking calls and hearing how pissed off people were at they were at the idea. Square Enix listens to this show. They know what everyone felt about jump potions. No, well, I mean, just, you know, blanketly saying that everyone felt the same way, I think is a little bit disingenuous. But we got a lot of phone calls and emails that agreed with us. Overwhelming. Overwhelming amount of of emails and phone calls. Pops, about it. and all your infinite old person wisdom. <laughs> Are jump potions good? No. See? There you go. A resounding no. This is I just this is so dismaying because I think again we come down to a philosophical uh, 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 um, you know a, a, a break in philosophy where you know yeah I I understand the the decisions and 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 the the logic behind what Square Enix is doing. And my point is, is that I think it's not going to pay off for them long term. And all of us should care about this if we want to keep playing this game long term. If you don't, then you're exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You're exact. You're if you don't care about the long term viability of this game, then guess what? Square Enix really cares about what you think. Square Enix really gives a shit about you. They want to keep you. They want you to spend your money with them. Instead of the people who have been spending their money with them. I mean, that doesn't that just feel like a slap in the fucking face? I never would have thought. I'm going to go back to something I mentioned <sighs> earlier. I never would have thought that something like a crossover event, which is literally just a few armors, would take a year and a half to develop. Okay? It's because it doesn't. So something like the jump potion, how much development time must have went into that? To have to go through and, you know, figure out how to flag all these different quests for people as complete. Guess what? It probably didn't take as a little bit of time as what we would think it did because yeah. Square Enix has huge fucking roundabout ways of doing stuff. That's the biggest thing that I'm upset with about the jump potion. I don't fucking care if you use a jump potion. But the fact that the majority of what I've seen, people don't want it, and they're wasting development time on stuff that we don't seem to want. Yeah. That's and that's and that's the problem. Is that and that's gonna continue. That's not gonna get any better. That's not gonna change. Square Enix had the ability to change it up with Stormblood and say, we're going to set a different set of expectations with this new expansion. And they didn't. They chose not to. They just simply chose not to in favor of doing the thing that's easy that they think will get the biggest returns for them in the short term. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm telling you right now, that's not going to end up working out. It's just not. It never has. Only with World of Warcraft has that ever worked out. And that's because they had the fucking 10 million people to be able to absorb that that decrease. Every other game, every other MMO that's tried to pull this shit off has buried themselves because of it. And they've had to make huge sweeping changes to either the way that they do business or the way that the game is developed to be able to gain that ground back. I mean, Square Enix did something that no other video game development company has ever done in the history of video games. They put out an MMO that was so terribly received 
and revived it. That okay. doesn't happen. Okay, so there you go. They fucking saved it. They brought it back to life, and they can fucking take life away from it. And 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 you brought and, me into this world. You can take me out of it. But it's the same decision. Like that's that's the problem is that it's the entrenched thinking that all of us have reached our breaking point and our exasperation point with. That's what we're tired of. We, we you can call it the treadmill. You can call it whatever you want. Tombstone grind. But that's what it is. It's the, it's the monotony of doing the same shit over and over and over again. And at least with other MMOs, they would try to add some variety or break that up a little bit. We're not getting that here. Mm-mm. And 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 every development decision that they have set in front of us tells us that. We can tell we can we can see that from what they've outlined here. I don't know about you. Uh, you know what? I don't know about you, but that depresses me. Darren Gen, if six months from now we're happy with the game, we will absolutely admit that we were wrong. Absolutely. And that we were complaining about nothing and upset about nothing. Absol- I hope that happens, man. Again, dude, you're not going to find a bigger defender of, of this game than me. Please let us eat crow. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong on all of this. We want to like this game again. And again, that's why we sit here for three hours every single week trying to find fun in this game. If we weren't invested in this game, you wouldn't be hearing us right now. Right. We'd leave. We have other shows, man. We've got other stuff that we can do. We've got other we've got other opportunities that we could pursue if we really wanted to. Dude, it's the enthusiasm and the love for this community and for this game that keeps us here every week. I mean, and you're supported patron too, but, but again, I, I, you know, like if we sat around and worried about what kind of hit this episode was going to make us receive on Patreon, which by the way, we have the most viewers right now that we've ever had that we've ever had on Twitch ever. Right? ever. <laughs> so, so just as a point of reference, but if we were going to make that decision, right, that would be pretty close to what Square Enix is doing. They're like, ah, oh, fuck the people who have been, you know, who have been floating us. Uh, we're going to do what, what what is safe. And if we made that same decision, you would not have heard half of the criticisms uh, on on this episode that you heard today. You you just you wouldn't. We wouldn't have the 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 will to be able to go up against Square Enix. And that I <sighs> I think that's that's dismaying that Square Enix as a company will in turn not bother to give a shit what their long term player base thinks and not to make decisions that they think are going to be the best, you know, for, you know, for the gameplay or for the game design, but making the decisions that's going to net them the most money. Cynical. That's and 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 again, if we did that. You would you would not see the ability to comment or criticize that we have. We just say we say what's on our mind for Limit Break Radio for all of our shows. We say what's on our mind, and if someone doesn't like it and they're a supporter, fine, bye. If you didn't like this show, if you didn't like this episode, and if you think that we're just beating up on FF14 and Square Enix the whole fucking time, and you're a supporter, you give us money, and you want to take that back, bye. I don't give a shit. I don't care. 
And it's not because I don't care about you. It's because I have expressed my honest opinions about where this game has to move to be able to move forward. That's a fundamental part of this show. If we don't do that, we break one of the core tenets of this show that we had set up for ourselves. And that is to just always be real. To give you what we think is the best is, is, you know, our opinion, our best opinion as FF14 players. Again, not as community representatives, not as anything except long term invested FF14 players. That's it. That's all we bring to the table. We're not experts. We've never claimed to be experts. We're not even, uh, you know what, for some people who don't even like this, we're not even good entertainers. And that's fine. I'll accept that criticism. I don't give a shit. But we do this. We're not even good at the game. No, we're not. I promise you, we are probably one of the worst people that you could play. <laughs> Kahlo, case in point. Exactly. His DPS is going to go up from Shadow Fang giving slashing debuff. But straight up, if we were not honest with you guys on what we think about Stormblood or what we think about the future direction of this game, okay, I don't think as many, I don't think 500 people would be listening right now. Right? Why, 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 why are almost 500 people listening right now? Why, you know? Please look forward to more transparency. Not from the development team, but from the Mog Station marketing team. God damn Thank it. you. Yoshi P. Um, Yoshi P is bringing it, man. He's real. Making it rain. It's hilarious. But seriously, I, I you know, like, fine. You want to disagree? That's fine. You can disagree. I'm not going to care if you take your money away. That's fine. You can take your money away. It's fine. It's, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll survive. We'll get to the other side of it. And if Square Enix thinks that they can take that same, that, that, that same approach to like, fuck it, take your money away. We don't really give a shit. Then you would at least hope that the, that the decisions that they were making would be best for their game. Would be, you know, like decisions like absolute virtue. And like, we're not going to tell you how to fucking do that. You figure that shit out yourself. Oh, you figured it out. We're going to change it now. Right. (laughs) Right. Like this is a vastly different development company from the one that we used to deal with. And I'm not saying that I want the old one back. Not saying that. What I'm saying is that there maybe, should be. Maybe we should have a middle ground between not caring about your player base at all and caring so much that you're willing to give us blowjobs just to keep us around. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> or, or that you're willing, or that you're willing to shell out money to to someone like fucking Lyric or JP to 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 try to attract people around this game. Man, that fucking ugh. That whole pay to play, like we'll we'll pay you to play our game. That whole fucking model is just disgusting. And 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 you know what? For that, I I hold streamers accountable. I hold lyric accountable. I hold JP accountable. Because you know what? You have you have other ways that you can make your nut. You got other ways that you can try to build your business and 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 create uh, create a, a valuable space. If they were making actual valuable real estate. Companies would be coming in and buying ad time. They're not. Hmm. They're not. That's 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 kind okay, of okay. So they're not. So they have to get their money where they can. Yeah, you can't fault them for that. Well, yeah, I can. Well, you're wrong. I mean, it, it, it just any of their opinions about the game are suspect. Because they, well, of course. Yeah. I mean, don't why, get me wrong. Like, yeah. Why am I? Why uh, should I, as an audience member, continue to trust them? On any you don't, of the, no, you shouldn't. On but, any of their opinions on any game, you know, across the board. But they get paid, so that's all that really matters in the end. Okay, 
Okay, so, so um, you know, uh, fucking Dark Age Camelot approaches us and wants to pay us to do, to pay Limit Break Radio to do a stream. How much? I mean... I don't think they're going <laughs> to like what we say. Yeah, like, like what, what, that's the thing is that you're, there's like a very specific amount of guidelines that you got to follow to be able to, 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 to make good on that offer. Oh, then they're probably not going to give me the money. No. No. <laughs> no. And that's the difference. That's the difference between someone like us, like Limit Break Radio, and and these fucking whore, Twitch whores. You know what? I I don't ever want to hear another big boobed, attractive girl referred to as a Twitch whore. I want Twitch whore to be specifically reserved for motherfuckers like Lyric and JP. That's what I want. Can That's the, what I want. Can I? Can we make that happen, community? Can we just? Can we just strike the idea of 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 Twitch whores as anything to do with women, and only talk about these motherfuckers who sell themselves up the river to say nice things about a video game that they couldn't even give a shit about? Because that is whore-ish to me. Fuck it. Fuck them. I'm so tired of this shit, man. You're not so alone. I'm tired of this shit. This is not, dude, this is not the fucking video game industry that I remember that cared, that actually used to care at least once in a while about what their community had to say and would genuinely respond to that shit. Doesn't happen anymore. It's done. I miss it. Did it ever really happen in the first place, though? I think it did. I mean, yes. I mean, because like when I look at 14 now and look at what 11 was with Tanaka, I would say this is much more uh, listening to the community and, you know, caring about what we think than Tanaka ever did. Whether or not it's to the level we want, it's definitely an improvement. Uh, you're, is it though? Is overreactions uh, uh, better than, than, you know, making a decision and sticking to it? I'll, I'll tell you what. I have developed an appreciation for Tanaka. In the time that we've been able to spend <laughs> with Yoshi P as our lead developer. Uh, I'm going to tell you, dude, the, the spell that Yoshi P has weaved around all of you guys, it's broken for me, man. It's broken. I I'm, guess. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be a sycophant for Yoshi P any longer. Yeah, he pulled this game out of the gutter and then he did it. He, he's doing the same fucking thing over and over again. You're a one trick pony then. Cool. Nice legacy. Yeah, I have more I have more appreciation for Tanaka today than ever. I'm not saying that he made a good game. But there can still be an appreciation. There's there. an but I, I I appreciate his development attitude. It's a little bit like mine. Yeah, don't like it, go fuck yourself. That's fair. Yoshi P's not doing that. He's like, if you don't like it, we'll We'll change it in three months. We'll change it in three months. (laughs) That's what it is. We'll nerf it. Yeah. Even if he says, like, yeah, you guys got to do a better job at this, then they go and they remove cleric stance. Right? Right? (laughs) Right? God. He's like, how do you, you in this, like... like, I'm not going to make any judgments on that. Fucking Yoshi P goes, "Eh, you know what, healers, you need to get good. Except now. And then... Totally does away with, with the mechanic with the mechanic that forces them to get good. Oh, by the oh, way, see, I don't know. I, now I, you can I, hit If I still see any healers that don't even have to stand stance and still on DPS, I I, I don't even know what, what they're, they're not going okay, to. Well, Nika, no, at that but there's point, no reason not to. At that point, they don't even have to point, hit another button. Nika, at that point, what they're going to do is whenever you heal someone, it then does damage to the boss. <laughs> God, get out with your crackpot ideas. 
God damn. So I'm I'm just exasperated. As a fan, I'm exasperated. Let's end the show on a downer mood. Let's read a fanfic. We none of us have the super optimism of you know based on their track record and based on what we know. However, we don't know much. Can, can we yet. do a, Can we do a fanfic as a palate cleanser? So no. A Nero. We no. do. We. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you well, no. we can, but I mean, you can. I, I, we have something a little bit more important before that. Oh. If we if we have time for it, we have a caller on the line. Oh, do we? Yeah, we have good old Shinjima of Genova. Uh, what's up, Shinjima? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks. Shinjima, thank you for calling in. Thanks for calling the show. What's up? Hey, hey uh, yeah. So I wanted to talk about uh, sort of rewind the conversation a little bit about. Um, first of all, if you do a survey. I'll jump right into it. If you do a survey and if you ask X WoW players, uh, play, people who play MMORPGs and they, they hop between them all, um, mm-hmm. I guarantee you the number one reason why they say they're not going to play Final Fantasy fourteen is because of the global cooldown. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Really? Interesting. I guarantee because the, the, Lyric, Lyric doesn't want to play. He, I saw, I was watching his streams and he was talking about 14. He said, look, the, the combat is too slow. I don't want to play it. I played 2.5 second GCD is not fun for me. That's can I, the can main I, reason. Can I ask you a really quick question about, about the qualifier? You said you said people who have played multiple MMOs. What's an acceptable number of MMOs to, to have played to fit into this uh, demographic that, that you're talking about? Well, I mean, Four? just I'm thinking like, you know, they played all the major ones. Okay, like, so yes, Guild, so. let's say Guild Wars 2, WoW, FF11, FF14. Is that a they, they, they okay check sample size? Yeah. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, because I've, I mean, I, I've played all of those and I'm sticking with FF14. Well, yeah, okay, that's, I, I personally don't have a problem. Me, personally, I don't have a problem with the combat in 14 just because I know how the game plays at endgame and I know... Uh, you know, I do think the early game is pretty slow. I mean, it's... It can be. Much mm-hmm. yeah. It can be, yeah. yeah. But there's another reason why this has to tie in is there's there's a subset of the community right now asking the devs, because what they saw in the PvP changes, they want the combat to be dumbed down even more. And this no. is the reason why I'm calling in. Wow. I'm saying this. They want the combat to be dumbed down to an extent where you're pressing one button... They want they want consolidated combos in PVE. Okay. What? Yes, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. not that's not real. Yes. yes. No, that is real. Yeah. Oh my god. It, it, no, there is a forum post right yeah. now. There's a forum post on the official forums. And this is why it's not good to cater to casuals, okay? Because yep. first of all, if you want to press one button for a combo, go play Blade and Soul or go play ESO. You know, like if you want less buttons, th- their argument is well, there's too many abilities. I, I get that. There's a lot of abilities, but if you want less abilities on a 2.5 second global cooldown combat system, it's just stupid. You're just asking for entirely brain dead combat. Okay. Yeah. They don't. They're these are players that play summoner. They play bard, and they're asking, "Look, I don't play dragoon and monk because I have to do these so many combos and blah blah blah." Well, guess what? You're going to entirely butcher jobs like Monk mm-hmm. is going to be totally destroyed. Hey, you'll you don't neuter any, it. Yeah, you're going to, there's perfect balance is going to be destroyed. Uh, there's no option to switch between, uh, what is that, the rear punch and uh, drag uh, twin snakes or something, the, the flank punch, because you have to switch stances. And 
what I'm trying to say is uh, basically, first of all, the number one issue why a lot of people don't play 14 is the combat. I can guarantee that. You can do a survey. Like, if there's a survey out there, I guarantee the number one reason was the combat's too slow. Okay, and I couldn't get into it. I did. I cannot believe that. Yeah, that blows I, my mind. I mean, he's not wrong. The combat compared and to everything else is definitely really very slow. I mean, but yeah. I mean, my only other frame of reference is FF11, and when you talk about slow combat. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, obviously Final yeah. Fantasy XI is even slower than mm-hmm. fourteen somehow, but I no, mean, like... eleven. like, I mean, I feel like there are other MMOs out there that are similar. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like 14 is enough. With the, with the off-global cooldown moves, there is never a moment that you shouldn't be clicking a button. And if that is too slow for you, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Like, if, if you are literally pushing a button every second of what you're playing, how much faster do you want to go? That's World of Warcraft's rogue. They have a one-second global cooldown. Um, I, Can't I'm, you get it lower with haste? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. uh, The global cooldown in World of Warcraft, as far as I know, is one second all across the board. It's one point five, but you can lower it down to one second. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know because I know some like you still have casting times on like shaman or something, like an elemental shaman, right? But the thing is, like that was my biggest fear of the changes for Stormblood. Personally, I think a lot of the changes what they're doing is actually good. I think the gauges are good. I think them you know this you help people the problem with the noobs was they couldn't keep track of the timers of whatever hutan or astral fire or whatever so you give them a bigger visual cue that's fine i'm okay with that right but when you start catering when you start catering to the the casuals who are asking for uh to completely butcher a job just on the excuse of there's too many buttons like that is the whole thing for melee DPS yeah. is to do finger gymnastics yeah. while you're doing mechanics and stuff. You know, I, I think it's a, you. You bring up a really interesting point um, that that I kind of I, I want to hang on here for just a second, and that is that you know um, when you when you end up dumbing down your combat, I think that you end up really having this this exchange that goes on where the people who have invested themselves in a long term fashion, you know, Joe or whoever else, that that when they see that become inherently. Um, you know, in, inherently demotivated to continue, uh, you know, pushing the game forward in the same way that he had been, right? Like, I, and I think Joe's a, a perfect example of this because here's someone who has so tightly focused on PvP and exposing PvP and and getting as many people into it as as he possibly could, and then to have these changes, like, God bless Joe for his fucking optimism, because if I was in his position, all I would be able to see is this is is emblematic of the way that Square Enix is going to continue to develop their content, and this is going to be a problem, because making things dumber and making things easier doesn't benefit the people who have, you know, like, we all sit around, we all identified that ability bloat was a problem, we all identified that steps of faith was a challenge but there no one on this show very few people actually went the extra logical step to say well we've got to make it easier right that that's a fairly localized minority that takes a a a piece of truth a kernel of truth steps of faith is hard and then blows it up into well then that means that square enix is contingent on responding and they need to make it easier 
that's the part that's the part that i don't that that's that's the disconnect for me where i don't understand how how people can get that entitled and how subsequently a company like square enix can start listening to that frame uh you know that that line of logic and go that makes sense i i yeah i see what this person is saying like how at what like at some point this should have been openly rejected and gone you know what this is these people are fucking whining about nothing well yeah like the main thing that i i'm saying like first i want to say that pvp as it is now i believe there is too many abilities i think it's just too much right, right. Like, ability bloat is a real thing that's legit but what I they went in the opposite direction and they've consolidated it to like, you know, I understand there's they put in a lot of off globals or whatever in PvP, but gutting the rotate like gutting combos. Yeah. Like that's that's the reason why there's a 2.5 second global cooldown, okay? The reason why this game has a complex rotation is because it's easier to do when you have a slower global cooldown. You just have to learn it, okay? The one thing we all have to learn, the community, the devs, the community especially, because don't go harassing a noob to get better because they're going to go cry to the devs to say, we need to make the game easier because I'm getting harassed because I suck. So make the game easier and then I won't get harassed. That's not how it works. You're just going to ruin the game. So the community needs to understand, look, there's always going to be bad players, okay? Right. There's always going to be bad players and just accept it. Right. And, and, and again, I think, you know, again, the response does not need to be contingent on Square Enix. Square Enix is not responsible for fucking harassment. OK, they're not responsible for the way that people interact on the game. All they're responsible for is making a game that people find fun. I'm not even going to say balanced, right? Because balance is a, is a, uh, a pretty sub, subjective. Sub, yeah. yeah, it's pretty subjective. But what, I, what I'm saying is, is that their primary goal is to make a game that is fun. And yeah, like, no, go ahead. Oh, oh well, uh, like, for instance, uh, the meta, like the people who stream metagame, metagame, like Monk and Paladin are shit. You know, we don't, we don't want Monk and Paladin. They, they try and blow things out of proportion. Like, if yeah. people want to play monk or paladin because they think it's a fun job, then let them fucking play it. You know what I mean? Like, it, sure, it may do less fun. DPS in the long run, but guess what? You don't need to min-max that much just to be able to clear a raid. It, it, sure, world first is you different You thing. don't have to. I mean, I can yeah. tell you, my group has been running Paladin, Dark Knight, Monk, like no ninja, like forever, and we clear the shit just fine. Like it, it, that's the one thing that I have liked about fourteen is the ability to mix and match things and not having to. Which is why when when the meta starts shifting and creates the disparity between jobs, you really have to. I don't know. It's it's a hard balance because th- there are still ways to make it work. But but they're not talking about Nika. They're not talking about the disparity between jobs. That when they talk about disparity, when 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 disparity was brought up on this entire that fucking live letter, thing, right? it was about new versus veteran. It was about bad versus good. Right. We're not talking about the disparity between monk and dragoon in the way that you can get d- different DPS off of them. That was only a footnote in these in, in these patch notes. 
What they are talking about is they're talking about the disparity between skills, between yeah. between how much skill or how much application any one person wants to put onto learning or getting better or improving themselves at FF14. And I'm going to tell you right now that my assessment that this is lazy is not just based off of, uh, of, of things in FF14. My assessment that this is lazy is based off of life, because if you're willing to look for shortcuts in your online fucking video game, guess what? You're probably likely to look for shortcuts in real life. And I think that that is inherent weakness. I think that that is people just just excusing their own weakness and excusing themselves from having to try to improve themselves or or improve their attitude, improve whatever it is that they don't like about themselves. They're willing to sit in shit continuously and be unhappy than they are to fucking, you know, actually like doing something about their own unhappiness. And that, and, and again, you know, when, when you look at, I, I think that Square Enix is just kind of echoing that whole fucking thing. It's frustrating. Yeah, like another thing I was going to say is that a lot of these casuals, they use the excuse of, well, I pay a subscription fee, so if they don't do this, then I'm just going to quit, and then they lose my sub. Well, guess what? I pay a sub too, idiot. And if they do this stuff, it's going to ruin the game for me and I'll right. quit. Right. So like that, that argument is entirely invalid. And another thing is like, I mean, the main thing that I'm trying to put, come across here is if you, if you go out of your way to cater the casuals so much, you're just going like, wow can do it because they just have a shit ton of subs. Exactly. They can absorb it. Yeah, they'll they'll be able to bear the brunt of that many subs being lost. Thank you. Yes, but fourteen cannot handle it. Okay, yep. nobody wants to sit there and press one 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 and occasionally an off global cooldown every two point five seconds. Nobody wants to do that. I can guarantee you. The reason why they do it in PvP is because there's more things to think. They did it in PvP is because there's more things to think about during PvP, right? So people, their brains explode because they can't figure out PvP because it's too random. It's not a scripted fight. Okay. But leave it out of PvE. I just want to snuff this idea out because you're thinking it's good for the game to get rid of ability bloat by consolidating combos, but you're just in the long run, you're ruining the game. You're mm-hmm. you are. I mean, unless the global cooldown comes down to like one second or 1.5 seconds, like Blade and Soul has, then there's no point in pressing one 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 over again. It's just there's no sense in it. Yeah. No, I you're I, I think that uh that, that is uh, uh absolutely right, Shinjima. Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. We've gone over time quite a bit here today, and no, we there didn't. was there was a lot. You know what? There was a lot of callers. Uh, you know, we we got we started like twenty minutes late though, so we're true. about on time. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, but, you know, we've had a lot of callers today, and I, I want to thank everyone for their calls. Uh, and uh, you know, um, joining in on this discussion, it's an important discussion. I'm I'm gonna guess that we're probably gonna you know just continue on with your reactions next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like there's a lot. You know, a lot of people have. You know, they, they feel some kind of way about this. And, uh, you know, when, when, and, and, and I saw somebody point this out in the chat earlier that when people are dissatisfied, they're much more likely to be, be vocal. And that's true. That's true. And, and we want to give you an opportunity to uh, express how you feel about these changes here on the show. Um, you know, this is a dialogue. It's it's a conversation and you may not like again, you may not like what I have to say, but I think that it's difficult to not acknowledge. 
acknowledge that there is at least a kernel of truth to all of my criticisms to, you know, that, you know, for for I mean, Joe and I, Joe and I went toe to toe the entire fucking time. And it may just be down to a difference of opinion. And uh, and, you know, and that's fine. Like, that's like I don't I don't feel any differently about Joe than I did before we took his call. But. I think that, you know, Square Enix should be worried because in the end, they're the ones that do have to bear the brunt of uh, uh, of these costs. They're the ones that do, you know, they've they've got a major stake in this. Like, yeah, you know, um, uh, FF14 turns to shit. We lose a game that we like playing, but Square Enix loses a major investment. I play Monk. Thanks, Decibels. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Thank you. Really? I really feel like I should time you out for that. Important... <laughs> Addition, you know, to- yeah, I'm going to time you out for that. Okay, <laughs> there you go, you stupid idiot. <laughs> boy, boy, Nika must be must be really worked up about something because I can hear her <laughs> typing, typing furiously in the background. <laughs> so, so, someone thinks there should be a toggle button for the consolidated moves. You can use it if you want to. Don't if you don't want to. <sighs> like okay. seriously, yeah, no, why no, the fuck? This game is so up, easy that would already. End up creating, what I was just replying to is that would end up creating a system where the person with the, the one button combo gets it perfectly every time, yep. whereas the person who's actually creating the strategy would get lower DPS, and that would be horrible for you. Yep, and, and so you, you would basically that be hand, you, you would be handicapping yourself. Like, yep. you know, th- that's the thing is that as players, we always look for the most efficient way to be able to pump out the most whatever. Like, if it's damage or healing or whatever, like, we look for the ways to maximize our efficiency. And guess what? If you're if you have an option in the game that makes you less efficient at the cost of having an increased skill, there is a fraction of a percent that is going to take you up on that. Sorry, that's just human nature. Okay, there's already a one 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 combo in the game. It's called leveling dragoon, and you know what? That is <laughs> literally dragoon doesn't have one no, one combo. leveling dragoon. There is a point in their leveling process where they just use what forward thrust or something, something where it's like 180 potency from a side or a back or something, and that's it. Like that's there's no combo. There's nothing after that. But that's what like are you the, talking about? Dragoon is the most complicated. It is Nigga, too listen to me at, when you're at leveling a, at, a, at a certain level. At a level. Cap. Oh, okay. At okay. like Tam Tower or something, you just literally press one 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 one. What's a monk? <laughs> Thank a miserable for that, pile of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Impulse drive. That's the one. You literally want to go back to leveling. Impulse drive dragoon. That is what you stupid. Idiots are asking for. I'm literally calling you morons for wanting that. Yeah, see, this is why priority rotations are better because then you can't just consolidate everything into one button. You have to decide what's better to get this buff back up to make sure that this debuff remains. Priority rotation is better than just a straight up rotation. God, there's so many. There's so many other points that we haven't even we haven't even gotten to yet. Clearly, four hour limit break radio right now. Dude, just kidding. I'm dying, man. It's, it's so hot. hot. It's so hot in the studio. Um, the boy butter from Chris is like palpable in I, the air, guys. I can smell it like, over like, here. Stick your it's tongue solidifying. out. I dare Ugh. you to stick your tongue no. out. No, just let it cling. Nope. Don't want. No, I don't need that. You know what that tastes like. I don't need to. <laughs> no, you it's can. True. Know, you can know for the both of us. No. 
All right. Um, want to do a shot off me again? Stop it. Kahlo? Stop. I want to just do shots. Like, after this episode, I just... Not off of you, Shot but I just out. want shots. That's all. That's just all. Just endless amounts uh, of shots. Of alcohol. Otherwise, this guy's going to break out the hot mustard sauce. Okay, well, we have to make sure only, like, the shots are, just, like, one shot. Like, you can't do, like, a combo of shots. Just one shot. One, 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 one. Because that's how we do things now in Final Fantasy fourteen. because this game is too hard, apparently, to have... A combo system. Oh, oh my Morgan, God. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman goes four hour live letter, four hour show. Except, did you notice that they took two breaks? Yeah, those assholes took Nuts two fucking, breaks. Those you you weak. Not weak to mention company you fanfic. We're gonna be back next week God with more live letter talk, so that counts. We're just taking a week break. <laughs> I, I see a lot of uh, requests for fanfic. All right, I got a fanfic. I'm gonna read the fanfic, fanfic, and then we're gonna do, we're gonna go out. All Fine. right, all right. All right. Yes, we need a palate cleanser. All right. Uh, so yeah, make, right. It, make it happen. <clears throat> do I? Do we have music? Can you of find course, music? I have music. Right. Can you play why, it? Why? Why <clears throat> would we do this? And I wouldn't have music. Play with the music. Shh, you know that it takes a minute for the music to okay, start, right? No. This story starts with the free company of Limit Break Radio at an annual gathering of adventurers at the far-off land of Las Vegas, the City of Sin. <laughs> Nika Kianian was waiting patiently for her target to be alone. After watching the Hyror skillfully deep throat, she was eager to get her hands on him. No. Skuro, oh. adventurer, lover, fighter, and career-whipping boy, intern <laughs> of the Free Company, was downing drinks like a champion. See, they got this wrong. I'm not in the LBRFC, so the taverns. He, yeah, I don't. I don't. I automatically don't believe this because I don't think he can down drinks like a champion. <laughs> Maybe drinks uh, is a metaphor for, a fact for something. That he, can't. he wasn't pre-gaming. You see. Oh. Okay. The tavern's happy hour was his moment. To him, he thought to himself, My time has come. My time is now. This is my moment to shine. Four drinks later and the rest had forgotten he existed. A usual occurrence. <laughs> Nika kept her eyes on him, waiting for her moment. And once the chance presented itself, she leapt at the chance. Activating sprint, she grabbed the passed out machinist in her muscular arms. As a Rogadin, her build enabled a swift pickup of the Hyor. Yes, tonight she was going to enjoy this. Switching her job crystal to warrior, she activated home gang. Tying his arms behind his back with the chains, she positioned him spread eagle. With a few quick strokes, she had him standing full mass. How does the music know? Every time! How does the music know? Because it is scientifically orchestrated. Removing her armor and making sure to keep her Moogle slippers on, she, yes. ran, she ran her fingers down his beer gut. Not her usual preference, but his inability to fight back made her prime to take her place as top row of the free company. He wants snoo snoo only. <laughs> Reaching down, she grabs a hold of his rook turret. Gently at no, first. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to stop. No, she stop. Leaned, she leaned closer to whisper in his ear. Ugh. Low on TP, activate promotion. In his drunken haze, he complies, making his turret switch from attack to support. This pleases the Rogadin female. Her tactical points were ready. He was ready. And now she was going to claim her prize. Climbing atop him, she brings her arm back and brings a sharp slap towards his jaw, awakening him with a start. This was all she needed. He needed to know he was being tanked. <laughs> Otherwise, wow. he's barely been here. Okay, he's that, that actually made my skin crawl. That was that would that 
that put it over the line for me. That's <laughs> it's a weird line. I didn't That's know I. I didn't know that that was my line. Otherwise, I'll learn something new about work. yourself every day. Otherwise, all the hard work telling the tavern staff not to stop his drinks would be for naught. Oh God, Nico, what the? Oh God. He also not off. canon because I don't drink and I wouldn't force drinks on anyone else. Totally. Finally right. aware of his position, <laughs> as she forced him deep inside her, she let out an overly cute moan, which did not match her manly I'm physique. Say, I don't know, cute moan. Threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> part of him wanted to smirk, but the other part realized there was no way his pelvis was going to survive this onslaught. As a warrior, her capacity for hard, fast strikes was something to fear. He tried to struggle, but doing so just made him buried deeper inside of her. He was trying to escape the brutal swinging of her hips. He searched his mind for a way out of this. Then he remembered he'd been firing Mulboro tentacles earlier. Oh, God. This could be his chance to launch a distraction, giving him a chance to escape. Using his fingers to unclip his bag, he stretched his fingertips to grab the stack of tentacles. Activating his use command, <laughs> he instantly regretted this plan. Good. The I, tentacles I do too. swiftly. They grabbed them both oh roughly. Oh my god, why? The loose tentacles grabbed at them, gently flicking, roughly probing deep into both of them. Unable to fight off the tentacles, probed into Nika's mouth and any available god, I am sick. This is not oh, what, what I did. This, this took a turn. Nika moaned in pleasure and Skrull screamed in terror. He was being undone by his own plan. Stupid now, bitch! They were now being brought to the edge of climax. As the tentacles started to speed up, Skrull started to lose consciousness. He noticed Nika seemed to be enjoying the whole situation. Well, he thought to himself, I suppose it could have been worse, as he seed sprayed all over her and swiftly passed out. Nika slumped to the ground, panting heavily. She had not planned to use those so soon, but now she was free, she could continue ahead with her plans. She had around 30 minutes till they came to look for her and the drunken Skrull. She reached into her armory chest and pulled out Juxta's action figure. <laughs> You'll not even know what was missing, she smiled as she hoisted his hips up. Time for savage mode, she smiled. <laughs> Later, wow, this is even better than I imagined. I think we just found the title of this episode. It's savage time. <laughs> Later, the, the rest found Skura out cold. They had assumed he was drunk. Nika, having placed him back in the lobby of the venue, looked refreshed. <laughs> She had a good drop from that raid. <laughs> P.S. Dear Nero, please have Nika read this, and if she refuses, scroll. Oh, you have to put that at the beginning of it, man. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. Wow. Seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Jesus. That's that's now canon. That's what actually happened to Skuro. <laughs> no, none of that is anywhere close to canon. <laughs> that's the right reaction, Juxta. Oh, my gosh. Gross. Although I do like Time for Savage Mode as the title. That time for Savage Mode. Yeah, that's absolutely the name of this episode. God, I love the comments. I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys wanted it, so there you go. Yeah, but you've been begging for fanfics for how long has it been since we've read one? It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. <sighs> wow. All right. Thank you, Giraffe Lady. Well, we did it, guys. We got to we got to the end of this episode. Although I don't, Are you sure? I don't think. Yeah, nothing has been resolved. No one feels any better. No, everyone we gets to just dirty. hold. Uh, everyone we had just a good discussion, and I have some kind of optimism. Maybe I, I do, sort of. It, it's, <laughs> That's it. It's it's almost adorably naive. <laughs> but anyway, um, all right. Well, uh, yeah. I, Wish we, you know. I wish we had something a little bit more 
optimistic to 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 leave you guys with this week but uh patreon donors will get their shit i send it out oh yeah i I do apologize can i just say that i do apologize there was an error in our spreadsheet (laughs) it has been fixed all but one package has gone out because that's my stupidity and I forgot the customs form. Ah, okay. So everybody's getting their stuff. So if, you, if, you, if you're still waiting for items from uh, donating to the Patreon... Yeah. Uh, we, I am sorry. No, it, it's, it's all right, man. And you've, you, you've taken three months off. So. <laughs> There's only so much that we can reasonably expect you to be able to do. <laughs> Get back to work, slaves. There you go. Uh, all right, guys. Um, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio for this week. Uh, tune in next week. We'll, um, I don't know what the plan is as we kind of get uh, uh, a lot closer to E3. Uh, we're going to have to at some point. There's going to be a week off from Limit Break Radio that we're going to have to maybe throw in there somewhere. I don't know. It's right around Stormblood's release. Uh, we uh, Maybe we'll try to push ourselves. We don't really know. We don't know what the next couple of weeks are going to look like. Um, I think definitely next week we can continue on our Stormblood conversation and we want to encourage more of you guys to call in and uh, and and continue to express your feelings whatever they are whether you agree with us whether you don't whether you know whether you're uh, uh, hyped and 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 again I think that the hyped people need to be very vocal right now and try to take us uh, take some of us who who are less hyped into the hyped category and and that just you know I don't I don't know how reasonable that expectation is but i mean just you know um think whatever you're gonna think don't let my opinion sway you if you're hyped for this game if you're hyped for this expansion don't let my opinion sway you don't i mean unless unless i I don't know unless i put forth a good argument but just because i'm saying it doesn't mean that it's necessarily a good idea i'm i'm totally willing yes we know that i know (laughs) But I'm t- but the thing is, is that, you know, there are people out there in the audience and we've seen them pipe up uh, more than a few times is that, look, man, you, you feel like you're always driven by a need to be right. Why can't you just admit that sometimes you're wrong about shit? And I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. Like, I think people miss that. You say that. We say that a lot. That when we get all pessimistic, we want to be wrong. Yeah, we we uh, and and the, and the thing is, is I want to be pleasantly surprised, and I still have that that ability is still there, right? Okay, because when you get your hands on Stormblood, who knows? Maybe the battle system changes will be such an offset that it makes the game feel so much better. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we can only judge what we're given right now and until we get the actual product we're not going to know but you know i i really really hope that all of the things that i'm saying are eventually going to be proven wrong or that these ideas that i disagree with will end up moving in a different direction where i'm like okay i i couldn't i i couldn't predict that like you guys you you made the right decision because you knew what you where you were going long term we couldn't predict that we're going to have one button combos in (laughs) 5.0 and that's and and, but again like all of this pessimistic shit dude we want to be wrong we don't want to be right about this who wants to be right about that shit we want to be happy about 14 the problem is is that it's fucking accurate like there's a there's there's truth to it man and and fuck that's why 500 people have been listening today to this conversation and not checking it out and fucking off to some other channel just gonna mention that because i I, i'm sorry like fucking be honest with the way that you feel that's all all right 
That's it for Limit Break Radio. God damn, this was a big episode. I'm a girl, I like dicks. <laughs> Nika, can you relax for just one moment? We're trying Jesus. to close out the show. Thank you. I know. I, I, wow. I can't help myself. I, I mean, it's a valid opinion, Nika. I just don't know. What does that have to do with right now? For just a moment, I forgot that was a drop, and I was literally like, Nika, what the fuck? <laughs> you think I can scream like that right now with my voice the way it is? No way. <laughs> No way. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to Limit Break Radio. I'm a girl. I like dicks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's never going to get old. <laughs> Jesus. Settle down. Are you mental? Anyway, uh, thanks, guys, so much for tuning in for uh, Limit Break Radio this week. Um, tune in next week, 4 p.m. We'll be here with something. I don't know what it's going to be just yet, but uh, we'll be here starting at 4 p.m. Stay tuned. Guys, stick around. I want to see uh, at least a couple hundred of you sticking around for what's coming up next. We're going to be airing the most recent episode of Checkpoint Radio. So stick around. That's coming up in just a few minutes as we wrap up the show here on Limit Break Radio. I want to thank everyone who called in today and express their opinion whether you agreed with me or not i think that this has been a valuable discussion and i think that this the, the discussion has to continue it continues now all the way up until the release of Stormblood, when we have some kind of tangible ability to be able to judge whether this is the right direction or the wrong direction for this game to go in but we want to encourage you to share your opinions to share your voice use your voice here on the show and call the show so we want to encourage everyone to continue to call listen live starting at 4 p.m here on twitch.tv slash limit break radio i want to thank my crew today we had papa Woody, Papa, it was so good having you back. It's even good though, to be yeah, here. You didn't say it's, much, but that's okay. It's still fun. You never do. That's, <laughs> but it's, but it was, uh, it was good to have you here. We're glad, glad to get you guys a drink. Yeah, hey, we're glad to have you back <laughs> and to have you getting us drinks. I also oh, want, I also want to thank uh, my, the uh, other pieces of crew that we have scattered around the various parts of the globe. Scro, who does all of the YouTube shit. Kooky, who's been uh, uh, taking care of the phone lines, and of course my on-air hosting crew. Juxtaposition, Escali Ryan. Even though he had to call in sick, call Landis, Nika Kayanian, I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Aniero Gregori, Kyle Landis, and Kuki Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Mary Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by The Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by The Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.